Welcome back to the Brave Podcast. Um, so the last episode was just Mo and I, and we had a blast talking about all sorts of random different stuff. Mm-hmm. Demons, ghosts, um, cigars, you know, <laughs> the conversation was just all over the place. But you spider erections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah spider erections. Uh, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I guess you do. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, welcome back to the Brave Podcast. My name is Angelo, aka Exploring with Angelo here on YouTube. Most of the time you'd find me out there going to abandoned places, haunted places, strange places all over the world. And yeah. But tonight we're going to be talking about some very, very interesting stuff. I'm actually really, really excited about this one. I know Moshi is. Um, but before we get into it, allow me to introduce my co-host, Moshi. Hey, I'm Mohammed Moshi Yo on YouTube and Instagram and X and the rest. No longer Twitter. So I also want to remind you, as I always do, and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the fact that everyone says I do this really well. So I'm going to try to do this even better this time. I'm going to go a little quieter, a little closer. And I'm going to say, hey, check us out on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Rumble. On Rumble, it gets spicy. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and tonight, I'm going to introduce you guys to an old friend of mine and ours. You knew Angelo. You knew Angelo for quite a long time, I think. Uh-huh. Tonight, everybody, please welcome Bianca to the podcast. Hi, everybody. Hello. So, yeah, we met a uh, a long time ago, and uh, I'm going to let Bianca describe what she does and what she knows and all the cool things that she's into and uh, i think she can shed a lot of insight particularly uh when it comes to the paranormal field which i know a lot of you guys at home uh like to know things about um but i have to issue a correction okay so for number one Mm -hmm. who needs spiders when you did just did that we don't need spiders for erections. <laughs> I still have a lot of questions. I, <laughs> uh, no. I bet you do. Oh, no. um, also, I also have to issue the other correction because you said you're Moshio on X, but you're not. You're Moshio tweets. Oh, now, my yeah. question is, are you going to change it? Because now Twitter doesn't exist anymore. Now it's X. Are you going to? Is it going to be like Moshio X's or something? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. That's true. Right? I better re-X my last comment. Yeah. My last. I don't know. I, I had Moshio tweets because Moshio wasn't available, so I better check again. Yeah. yeah. Moshio X's. No, that's maybe bad. You could, no, maybe no. you could like bribe whoever has Moshio on X.com. I have done that before. I've messaged that. <laughs> I messaged Moshio, some, the, in, the Instagram and the Twitter Moshi yeah. account saying, hey, oh, okay. can I have this account? You haven't posted mm-hmm. in years. I'll give you $10 for <laughs> it. <laughs> I'll buy it from you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Do you take Bitcoin? <laughs> so uh, many, many uh, years ago, um, I actually met Bianca. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know her as Dommy, but she goes by two different names sometimes. Listen, one is corporate. Because <laughs> I, I do work a regular, regular job yeah. during the overnights. Yeah. And my online presence is Bianca because I need to separate the two. Smart. Makes sense. Good job outing her. I know. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Man. <laughs> so, and we're also going to be doing some drinking tonight because um, I asked her before the show, I'm like, what do you like to drink? Because before people come on the show, I ask them typically, like, what do you like to drink? Some people like beer. Some people like wine. Some people like bourbon. She said she likes cider. So this is something I normally never do, but we literally have a table full. Well, not the whole table, but like a whole shebang over there of alcoholic beverages moshi is uh currently drinking i got two coffees and i got water <laughs> listen he's being a good boy yeah 
Yeah. He is um, now a family man. He has to <laughs> set the example. Yeah, yeah. I gotta be able to make sure I drive home. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. As well as I've just never had alcohol before and I'm never going to. So, yeah. So I am enjoying a. Um, it's called No Boats on Sunday Peach Cider. It's uh, it's not bad. I, I don't normally drink cider. I'm more of a, a beer or wine type of person. Because, um, you know, in the evenings, I just turn into a regular alcoholic. Um, it's just my, you know, the thing I do when I'm home and I don't have to drive and I'm just, you know, working on whatever on my computer. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about uh, what you do and uh, kind of some of the, you know, context to what we're going to be talking about here. So... All right, so I've been a spiritualist for a very, very long time. Actually, my awakening, if you want to call it that, was shortly before we met, actually. I think I told you mm -hmm. way, way back when, when I was at the campsite. Okay. Right? And that was like my first introduction to the paranormal. Right. After that, it's just been a slippery slope of... Mm -hmm. How do I turn this thing off? Mm. Right. Like, so when we met, I mean, we met under very different circumstances. It mm -hmm. was um, through Primerica, essentially how I met Mo. And then that's eventually how I met you through somebody else. Yes. Um, and basically I had, I was learning about all that. I was like into the paranormal at the time. I had never really done anything with it. Didn't really have too many experiences, a couple of experiences here and there, but they were kind of, you know, just small little things, whatever kind yeah. of seemingly coincidental like around the house and stuff like that things you can explain away right and then um i had learned that you were in into uh wicca um and you know spiritualism and all that mm -hmm. cool stuff and i just remember one day we were sitting i think it was in daniel's house or dan's house in the basement in the basement yeah and you're like oh look at what i can do and you basically like I don't know, you did something with your hands and then you kind of went like this over my hands. Energy shifting. Yeah, and yeah. she could like mm -hmm. make it hot and then all of a sudden make it cold. And I'm like, yo, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, what is Energy going shifting. on right now? Yeah, I just thought Damn. it was really, really interesting. And then she slowly started kind of opening up and explaining more of what um, she was capable of doing. And I think a lot of it, you kind of gained your abilities from your family, yes. right? So um, tell us maybe a bit about that, what you can tell us about that. Well, okay, so... How do I explain it? Um, <laughs> Maybe like, like the beginning. Yeah. Like how did you, so you, so I like think it was said, from your grandmother. It's kind of started from. So my grandmother was heavily spiritual, heavily, heavily spiritual, but like not in so much of a way that it's like out now, like how everybody and their moms is a spiritualist or mm -hmm. a witch or however you want to identify. Right. This was very much like kind of under wraps because it wasn't so accepted then mm -hmm. right and still kind of going based along with christianity because like my family is believers mm -hmm. right but with that there's a lot of like convolution between what everyone knows as christianity and what christianity actually is mm -hmm. right there is a very fine fine line between spiritualists witches and christians and they kind of overlap right it doesn't make one more or the other it's just how you kind of navigate it mm -hmm. right same thing with um with my dad who is also like he's also very on that side of like spirituality and very knowledgeable there's a lot of things even now to this day 
if I am confused or if I need help or like guidance, he's who I go to, mm-hmm. right? Or if I get in trouble, because there are some times where like, wow, things happen. Yeah, <laughs> and I was kind of like, something comes through, so to say, that yeah, you don't want to come through, and... or like you don't. I don't really know how to deal with it, and mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, um, dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, see, like, like that's the kind of stuff that I remember back when we first met. What what's your fond memory of the memory Bianca? that I've got of, uh, of, of Bianca? The one, one thing that I always remember, and I did not remember that how the meeting happened was through Primerica. But what I uh-huh. did remember, one of the earliest memories is of you singing, because oh. the memory, the earliest memory I have of you is us all being at All Stars in Brampton, oh and you God. listen, listen, you, or whatever, you right? were no, was it karaoke? I think or was so. you with the band? I, think I was with the band. Oh, so okay. you know what she was singing? What? I don't practice Santeria. Oh. I ain't got no crystal ball. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> I'm like, what song is that? Because I didn't know it. And that's why I remember it. Because I learned that song from you that night. The person who doesn't practice sensory or use crystal balls. That, yes. <laughs> kind of ironic. A little bit. That's that's the memory that I've got. Yeah. That's wild. As well as going to, apparently, I forgot, totally forgot going to concerts so together. So the yeah. very, 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 very first time I met you, mm. Angelo was right, is at Pri America. He okay. kind of, him and like our mutual person that we all know. Mm-hmm kind of dragged me out of Dan's house and was like, you're coming to this meeting with yeah. me. Mm. <laughs> and you were there, both of you all like tied up and like oh. spiffy. Mm-hmm. It was like... Meaning wearing ties, not tied up, wearing ties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah sorry. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> but yeah, this was um my introduction to Primerica. Nice. And I was just like, yeah, this is my coworker. Yeah. He's cool. She's cool. Everybody get along. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, this it, is interesting. Kind of, yeah. I'm, I'm going home now. Yeah. It was a, it was an interesting experience, I guess, to say the least. It um, was. It, honestly, you know what? The one benefit to doing, even if I made zero dollars doing Primerica, um, the coolest thing I would say was probably just meeting dozens of oh, cool yeah. people that i now have long-term relationships yeah. and back then we were all tied up and now <laughs> we wear jurassic park Let's t-shirts and, and florally hawaiian shirts yep. work yep. so uh times have changed a yeah. little bit a lot of it <laughs> right so uh yeah so it's uh interesting where your background comes from um so you said it it comes from your parents your family members that mm-hmm. like gift wise i guess it was yeah, passed it's down generational to um what what would you say like is the gift that you've been kind of that you received over over time oh. like what how would you um, define like what are your capabilities what are you able to to do that is really broad spectrum mm-hmm. mainly because like i said there's this, there there are moments where i'm kind of like how do i shut this off i, yeah. I don't doesn't feel like a gift at this moment yeah Mm -hmm. right um a lot of it is dreams Mm. right there and my mom also has this too so does my dad where sometimes certain dreams are not dreams they're messages they're warnings there's a lot of deja vu moments where it's like 
could I have prevented this? Mm-hmm. Right. But you kind of explain it away and you're like, no, mm-hmm. I was just sleeping. Like it's nothing really to write home about. And then what you dreamed about actually happens in real life. And you're just like, shoot. Ah, I could have prevented this or I could have reacted in a different way or like things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not always negative. There's a lot of um, good things too. There's a lot of times where we all kind of just like look at each other and we're like, we should have played the lottery today. Uh-huh. <laughs> we would have won. Yeah. The, right. the, would the would you say the numbers would like come to you? It's not necessarily like number. It's not so in your face, mm-hmm. right? There will be like you have to decipher it somehow. Yeah. yeah. Um, like colors. Right. Right. We could be, for example, sitting in this room, but like the wall behind you would be yellow. Mm-hmm. Right. And yellow means something. Mm. And then you'd have to decipher that. Or you would get like birds flying overhead and it's the number of the birds, but you don't know it's the number of the birds that wow, means something. Yeah. Right. Like things like that. Hmm. So, so is that like something that generally just any person kind of roaming around, like there could be seven of something and that's like a sign to them, mm-hmm. but it's up to the person, like even just a normal person who may not be, yes. you know, in tune with all that stuff. Yes. So it's like, I'm walking down the road and I see seven pennies and that means something. It means something. Right. Yes. Although we would never see seven pennies because they don't exist anymore in Canada, <laughs> unfortunately. But um, so the color of the, the wall, does this mean anything? This beautiful well, real brick <laughs> wall right no, here? No, 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 no. I've seen that video. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. She knows. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think Mo kind of spoiled it in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. It happens. <laughs> no, I believe that like you don't have to be a witch or a spiritualist or religious to have gifts. I think that as a human, it is actually like our birthright, right? Everybody, everybody on the earth has certain gifts that they're given. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just not everybody activates it. Not everybody is aware. Right. Because everything comes down to like your walk. Yeah. Mm. Makes right. a lot of sense. Mm. Um, what kind of like when it comes to your dreams, what would, uh, give us an example of something that maybe happened in a dream and then all of a sudden it ended up happening in, in real, real life. life. Yeah. Ooh. okay. Um, like maybe something good that happened. I'm, I'm trying to yeah. think of like a good one, right? Um, I mean, I've had a lot of like really, really strange dreams growing up. Um, a lot of them happened after my grandfather passed away. Okay. He would come through in my dreams mm-hmm. and there's been good ones. And I don't know if it's just, you know, the imagination, my brain just creating these weird circumstances. And I don't know what the hell they mean okay. a lot of the times, but... There's been dreams after my grandfather passed of um, the funeral playing over and over and over again in a dream. Um, And then there was another one where we were in a mall. It was me, my grandfather, and uh, two of my cousins. And we basically grew up together, Anthony Maurizio. And in the mall, it was was actually Bramley City Center. And the weird part is if you know in Bramley City Center, there's the area where there's the elevator. Yes. Instead of the elevator, um, because in the dream... My grandfather really wanted uh, Chinese food or something along those lines. Okay. And in the middle of the mall where the uh, elevator would have been, mm. there was a 
like a temple. Like imagine like a Chinese temple oh. and there was these four ramps and I don't know if it was just my brain creating this image of this temple with the ramps in the center of the mall and that was the restaurant and we ended up walking up to it and whatever and that's literally all that I remember. Mm. And, and and then I remember telling my mom about it afterwards. She's like, oh, uh, your grandfather uh, wants Chinese food. So wow. I think she ended up ordering Chinese food because to her that, that that's just kind of like their, their thing because my mom's very, very superstitious, mm. right? When it comes to like the number 13, for example, she's incredibly superstitious, which okay. is funny because here in the Western world, 13 is considered an unlucky uh, yes. or bad luck number or bad number in general. Meanwhile, in Italy, it's a good luck number. Oh, right? wow. Yeah. So, yeah, she's very superstitious. And to her, the way she interpreted my dream was that, oh, your grandfather wants Chinese food. So now we all have to have Chinese indulge food. in Chinese food. Yes. For him, in in his honor or whatever it was, and I, I kind remember, of agree with that, right? I yeah. do. Yeah, I've been I've been told that a lot of times. Like, if you dream of somebody else dying, mm. you uh, extend their life by whatever period of time that might be, and shortened your own. So I remember there was one dream. We were actually all, all on vacation. I was a kid at the time, so we were on vacation. We're in the Dominican Republic, and I wake up and I tell my mom, "Oh my God, I had the weirdest dream that Anthony was murdered. Anthony's my my cousin." So she calls home. She's like asking my aunt, like, is Anthony okay? Is everything okay at home? And she's like, yeah, everything's fine. Why? Like, what's, what's what are, you, are you good? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? Right. And my mom was like, oh, I'll tell you later. But yeah, we, I had this weird dream that I was, we were somewhere and I was reading in the newspaper that uh, my cousin Anthony apparently had been murdered by somebody. And she's like, oh, you shortened your own life and uh, extended his. And then I became a smoker. So it was probably <laughs> accurate, right? So um, I will tell you, um, dreams of death mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean like a physical death, right? Um, right? It could be that something that is within you that is tied to that person, if mm -hmm. it's somebody else, yeah. right? That you either need to come to terms with it or put it to rest and grow from it yeah. depending mm -hmm. on what like what the context of death in your dream is right if it's your you yourself you dream of yourself dying mm -hmm. there is something that is unrestful within you within mm -hmm. your spirit that you need to come to terms with yeah and basically put to death mm. i don't remember any times that i personally died in a dream before i do remember one dream um <laughs> this one was whack i was like <laughs> In like this Colosseum style building, okay. like imagine literally the Colosseum in Rome, and um, for some reason I did something I guess that was illegal. So they oh. came and they were gonna like basically um, guillotine me or whatever, wow. like chop my head Whoa. off, sort of thing. Like this dream was graphic. So they bring me in. And then my mom, out of nowhere, she's like, no, take me instead. So they're like, all right. So now I'm <laughs> off to the sidelines and I'm w w witnessing them putting my mom into this thing. And then like they just did it. And I just remember like waking up screaming. I'm like, the fuck huh? was that all about? <laughs> okay, before you went to bed, did you watch Sparta? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't remember. It was so long. I was like maybe like eleven years old when I had that weird ass dream. I've had another dream where um this was long after my grandfather passed away. We went to the dollar store. I think it was the everything for a dollar at Bramley City okay, Center. Yeah. That was my dream was we went to the store. It was me, my mom, and my grandmother. And we walk we're like in the store and whatever. And I kind of start like roaming off by myself oh. and all of a sudden I see my grandfather and in the dream I acknowledge that 
my grandfather's dead, but he's here in the flesh in this store. So he's like leaving the dollar store. So I'm like, I'm by myself at this point. My mom and grandmother in some other aisle in the store. And I'm running, uh, chasing him down. I'm like, no, 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 which means grandfather Grandfather, in Italian. And he turns around and it looks exactly like him. And he goes, fuck off. And then he just turns around and walks away. And I'm like, what the hell? Right? Like, what, the, what did I do to you to piss you off so much? Today? And he just turned around and walked away. And then I went and found my mom and my grandma. I'm like, I saw no nobody was mad and told me to fuck off. Right? And I'm like, what, what was that? I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. Like I said, it could just be my uh, child imagination at the time. Yeah. It was just kind of like creating these weird circumstances that don't make any sense whatsoever but yeah one question i have to ask though yeah. is, like in regards to you dreaming so much of your grandfather do you feel that you properly told him goodbye i did and uh we'll actually get into that afterwards because yeah. that was with you i don't know if you remember that situation mm. yes yeah, so there was a, a time because i remember bringing it up to you and i remember saying where were we um, I don't even remember. I think we were at my place. We were hanging out at my place. Okay. And um, I remember asking you because I had told you when basically what happened with my grandfather was he got bone cancer and one morning he went into a coma. And it's kind of like one of those things like it was almost meant to happen. There was a very bad snowstorm. So I walked up the street to the school bus the school bus stop or whatever waiting there for like an hour school bus never showed up so i walked back home and when i went and rang the doorbell my mom answered the door and for some reason i thought she was laughing but actually she was like hysterically crying and i'm like what's going on and she's like oh no no it's not waking up he went into a coma whatever whatever and um basically we ended up going to the hospital he was still alive, but he was in a coma. And they were telling me, speak to him because he can still he can hear, hear you, yeah. right? Or so they say anyways. We don't really know. But um, they were telling me, speak to him because, like, you know, he can hear you. And I remember my grandmother saying, like, oh, Angelo Suka, which is, like, Angelo's here. Like, telling him Angelo is here. Oh. But for some reason, I wanted to speak, but the words wouldn't, wouldn't come, come out, out of my mouth. I remember mouth. this. Right. So um, later on, like, maybe a short while after... My aunt ended up coming and she's like, oh, let's just go back to my place Mm. for for a little while and we'll come back. Um, And she did this on purpose because she knew what was happening. So she took me and we got a ride to her house from my uncle or something. And we were just hanging around for a few hours. And then a few hours after um, she comes to tell me that he passed away. Mm. And uh, yeah, and then that was pretty much it. But I always kind of like had this thing in my head where it's like I never really got to say goodbye. Right. I never like spoke the words because as a kid i mean that was in the year 2000 so i was approximately nine years old i would have been almost 10 at the time so for me him being sick i never really understood that he was never going to get better so i didn't i couldn't comprehend that that just as a child like death is non-existent to you you don't really understand it or get it right um so many years later, we meet and mm-hmm. I asked you, I'm like, do you have the ability to contact the dead? Like, can you get me in touch with somebody if I wanted, wanted to? to? And you're like, sure, I, I could do that. <laughs> we got to be very careful when we do it, but we yeah. could do it, right? Okay, I'm not so... Uh... <laughs> it did work, though. Let's it say did. this was yeah. 10 years ago, I was, I was Bianca. Like that. I was not say, today's like... Bianca. <laughs> I'm I'm not so uh, throw caution to the wind anymore. Mm-hmm. I've been slapped a few times. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I know yeah. better now. 
right? Especially considering, like I said, I, I remember that. Yeah. We're, I think we did it in the garage. In the we garage, started in the basement and then we moved, moved into, into the, the garage, garage for some reason because there was a, a particular reason. I don't even remember what the detail was, but it, something Something was had came weird. through. Yeah. Something had came through and the space was no longer safe. Mm-hmm. Mainly because it was my boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Guess what, kids? When you play with these things, protect yourself. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Very much so. Dang. And initially, initially when contact was made it wasn't a particularly nice entity Mm -hmm. i won't call it a spirit it wasn't a spirit it was an entity Mm -hmm. and at that point in time where i was in my spirituality i didn't have the knowledge to combat something like that Mm -hmm. so in my brain it made more sense to just move Mm -hmm. it's your space now you you have it right now I wouldn't be so readily willing to do something like that until I had like my protections, knew what exactly it was I was getting into. And actually that ties into um, another story that recently happened. Same thing. A friend of mine, his dad passed away Mm -hmm. and I went to the funeral and I went mainly for moral support for my friends and uh, his siblings, but also because his dad was actually a big part of my teenage years, Mm -hmm. right? Like their house is where I went to when I was not feeling safe, right? So I wanted to pay my respects as well. What I didn't do was tell my friend, because I still feel that like, it's not my place to say certain things, Mm -hmm. right? But as, as I was paying my respects and I was like, sending him off and saying my prayers, right? I actually got a tug on the back of my shirt, right? Basically tell my kids that like they're okay, mm-hmm. right? But again, I, I don't know where people are mentally when it comes to things like that. So I didn't feel like it was my place to kind of be like, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. right? The only thing I could do was again, say another prayer and wish him well on his next journey. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Hmm. That's okay. an interesting story. Wow. Things yeah. coming through. Yeah. Can you talk more about the protections? So, okay, so you've had experience mm-hmm. um, and you've learned from some experiences. Yes. And so now you would be much more cautious to doing so. Is there anything that you won't do that you have done before? Um... Or is it like, you know what, there's ways to do things? No, there's things I will not do is actually um, readings. I Unless I'm called to read, I will not just kind of pick up my cards and be like, okay, who who wants a reading? I won't open myself up like that, and I won't expect other people to open themselves up like that. It's a very intimate thing, mm-hmm. right? Um Another thing I won't do is uh, speak to spirits on behalf of someone else. Like I said, mm. right? That was actually the first and last time I ever did it. Yeah. Well, you didn't, I don't right. think, I don't recall you speaking to them directly, but no, sort but of like, like being a conduit, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like leading right? me into whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like the realest thing I've ever seen in my life like to the point where i remember doing it and we're all there's three of us sitting there and um it was just as if i was 
there in real life sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was real life, but it was, I guess you could describe as like a different plane of existence yes. or something like a different reality sort of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and I just remember, yeah, it was very, very uh, real, um, very vibrant, yeah. I guess you can call it. Because I remember you saying something about a rope and I'm climbing up this the rope. rope yeah. And then I ended up like on the top floor of my house somehow. And you're talking about a light and I could see the light and I started going towards it. Then I turn into this room and he's there on the bed. It's guided astral projection yeah. is what it is. So yeah, I remember turning into this room and the part about the room was that that was the last room that he would have stayed at in the house because he had bone cancer. So he was more fragile. So he wouldn't mm -hmm. sleep in the same bed as my grandmother at the time. Right. And I remember he was there and then he, well, and then we basically had a conversation, but I remember you not really particularly talking to anybody. Mm -mm. But before that, there was like something that our friend got kind of spooked because he saw something and he couldn't really describe what it was, but as if something like came up into his face and it was just not very pretty, it was like not demonic friendly. sort yeah. of That's Like, like I said, there was something yeah. that came through that I refused to call a spirit. It mm -hmm. was not a spirit. It was an entity mm -hmm. and it was not nice. Yeah. Right. I wonder what it was though. I like, we're I not going back there. First <laughs> <off>. <laughs> can, like, can we get yeah. some clarification as to like, okay, demons, spirits, entities. Okay. What so, is there? What else is there? So any misconceptions like everyone calls this this, but it's actually this. So one of the biggest misconceptions is everyone's expectations of what demons are and what angels are right i wrote this down as a question to ask you i'm so happy i'm so happy you're saying this right now <laughs> anyways so but um there is a big misconception with it you or i'm, I'm saying you like proverbially mm -hmm. you could see an angel and 100 percent believe that it was a demon mm -hmm. Angels are not, they don't look like what everyone depicts them as. They are not this humanoid spirit with big, lustrous white wings that look like heavenly and angelic. They do look demonic, mm -hmm. right? They look scary. They're not. The actual, what cherubs really look like versus what everyone thinks Biblically, they look like two different worlds, right? Archangels. Archangels literally look like giant beasts, mm -hmm. right? But they're not. They are actually heavenly. And a lot of it has to do with knowing that most humans can't comprehend this, right? A lot of people don't like the things that they don't understand, right? So if you say that, yeah, this, uh, this big circular um, spinny thing with 3,000 eyes, that's actually an angel, by the mm. way. I think the F not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Mm. It is, right? But there are also demons that look like the most cuddliest thing in the world and you would never know mm -hmm. right it all comes down to like discernment and knowing energetically what you're dealing with right like our friend, he's seen what came through 
I didn't physically seen it, but I felt it. Mm-hmm. Every hair on the back of my neck stood up at that point, the moment it came through, and I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting anxious. And then I started getting really uncomfortable and hot. Those, for me, to this day, are telltale signs that something not nice is around. Mm-hmm. Right? Getting hot. Right? Get it. It's not even like like a... Uh, like almost like you're like starting to profusely sweat for no reason whatsoever. Like the whole room could be ice cold, but for some reason you're just like kind of. Uh, it's it's more it's more inner, mm. right? Not necessarily like breaking out into sweat, mm-hmm. but it's almost like sitting in the middle of the Sahara with no way to actually escape it. Right. Yeah, I had a, I had kind of an experience. I told you this the other day, but I went to this place. It's called the Hinsdale House in New York, and it's pretty well known for its entities. Um, there's like a, a whole bunch of different things in this one house, and this okay. house physically had to be exercised back in, I believe, the 70s from wow. a priest, and the whole room started like vibrating and whatever. Yeah. So me and my friend Yasko, uh, we ended up going there, and uh, we're doing like our whole paranormal investigation. I get this brilliant idea. I'm like, yo. Since the exorcism failed the first time, let's experiment a little and try and exercise oh, it ourselves, no. which was <laughs> probably not a good idea. So I like Google Bible scriptures used in exorcisms and whatnot. And I just, I just. Everybody take note of yeah, my face. Yeah, don't do this. <laughs> Let stupid here do it so that way you can be entertained and watch us do it so you don't have to. Oh, um, no. But yeah, we essentially did it and it was like kind of how you're describing it. It was like all of a sudden I just started getting really white in the face. And um, normally if I'm, here's the thing, if I get hot, because it gets hot in this room because we have so much equipment and the AC doesn't circulate properly in here. So sometimes we get hot and I'll turn a little bit red because that's what us, you know, um, white slash Mediterranean folk do, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in that particular situation i started profusely sweating but i was turning like completely white and like it was visible to my friend that you know something's going on here i'm like i don't care whatever i'm gonna just keep doing it i got i had protections with me so i was okay i had like the stuff that we normally southern italian people use uh for the malocchio or Mm -hmm. the evil eye so Uh, i had i did have stuff with me if shit kind of hit the fan i kind of was semi-prepared for it because i have used it in the past and it definitely does work um Hmm. but yeah kind of like a similar situation um i think mo had a question Mm -hmm. uh so Um, from my understanding mo has lots of questions he does so (laughs) to preface (laughs) yeah i asked a lot of people hey what would you ask a real witch Mm -hmm. on the pod that's coming on the podcast and and i was wrong in saying that (laughs) and she told us today she's not a witch she is a i'm a spiritualist so what my question is what is what's the difference Mm. how would you define the difference between a witch and a spiritualist like yourself okay so this actually is going to go a little bit further than just a witch and a spiritualist this goes towards religion bases beyond that right at the root of everything is spirituality Mm -hmm. right i am a spiritualist i don't follow any given sect Mm -hmm. i don't believe that like for me personally i don't believe that religion is inherently good Mm -hmm. right for me, because I'm a, I'm a spiritualist that believes in God, right? I do 100% believe in God. And what is God? God is ever abundant love, mm-hmm. right? 
you don't need a pastor or a priest or like a holy man, depending on what you believe in, to tell you that God is real. Mm -hmm. Spirituality, you know. You know what is right. You know what is wrong. You know what, what God wants you to do. You don't need a book to tell you. The book, any book you read, whether it's the Quran, whether it's the Bible, whether it's whatever it may be, those are literally just depictions of, mm, I don't want to say parables of like instances where you need to kind of think for yourself and be like, okay, what can I take from this, right? It's not written in stone to be like, well, John did this, so mm-hmm. therefore you guys today have to do that. No, it is this is what happened. This is how the people then dealt with it. And this is God's line. Now do with that information what you will. Do you believe that you're living in a point where I would be okay with it? Are you showing love to your fellow humans? Right? Yes? Okay. Go on. Do you believe that if you murder someone, I'm still going to love you? Like, things like that, mm-hmm. right? You don't need basically need a brick-and-mortar place to tell you. Understood. Mm-hmm. Now, with that, and I think before we started, I kind of touched a little bit on it, mm-hmm. where religion, spirituality, witchcraft, they are very, very, very intertwined into um, together there's a very fine line right what is prayer what is casting a spell right what is if you're christian doing your daily devotions what is writing in your book of shadows right the only difference is perspective mm-hmm. really and truly the only difference is perspective mm-hmm. and kind of who you're basing it towards, whether it's a deity, whether it's God, whether it's um, an archangel, whatever you, whatever you believe in, hey, okay? right? But they are very, very closely intertwined. Hmm. Okay. Can we go more based on, let me ask based on what you know and what you've seen. Hmm. Um, so you said, okay, so you spoke about God. Uh, okay, so let's say God, demons, angels, um, entities, deities. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in, in Islam, we believe in God, the devil. Yes. We have a lot of um, information about jinns yes. as well, if you could speak on that a little bit as well but like all of these these uh beings that you know the i would say maybe the average person is not seeing every day type thing you know you always see hear of people saying you know i saw i saw whatever i saw god last night i saw or something like that yeah so i would say the way the things that you're describing the things you're talking about is not something the average person would see what more could you tell us about them why do certain people see them it's Basically, based on how open you are. Okay. Right? I don't mean like how like we're having an open discussion now, open. I mean spiritually open. Yeah. Right? How every day, whether you're a regular, regular person, whether you're a spiritualist, whether you're religion-based, 
right? Every day there are occurrences and instances where paranormal happens, right? A lot of people glaze over it because you can't really explain it. Right. Right? Like, oh, you're in the kitchen one day and you had a cupboard open and all of a sudden it closes by yourself by itself. Like, mm-hmm. how, how do you explain that? Yeah. Right? A lot of people will just kind of be like, it's a ghost. Definitely a ghost. Right? Or, oh, I was just imagining that. That didn't mm-hmm. actually happen. Right? There's a lot of things people explain away because they're not open to what else is there. Right. Going back to dreams. A lot of people have dreams where there's a message. How do you know if you're not open to that sort of thing? Yeah. Right. That's basically what spirituality is. It's being open to that side of the realms. Mm -hmm. Right. Makes a lot of sense. Um, I kind of put it into perspective when. uh, So for me personally, because because I do like, you know, paranormal investigations and all that fun stuff, ghost hunting, if you will. Chasing um, the ghosts. <clears throat> when we have kind of like comments from people who are obviously naysayers or like you said, they don't believe oh, or yeah. they'll try to explain it away. Um, I feel like a lot of these people are so not open to it that obviously they'll try and go around debunking your stuff, which is fine, mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever people want to believe is up to them, right? I really could care less. Um, totally. And if you're going to be a dick, well, thanks for your comment and your engagement because it only helps my video at the end of the day, right? Go ahead, dislike the video twice, by all means, right? Just um, keep watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep commenting and seeing how uh, how stupid we are, right? Um, but when, I, when it comes to those kind of people, yeah. I feel like, if they were to go do a paranormal investigation, if they ha- ever have, or their expectation is that something is supposed to happen or occur within the first five minutes. And it, it doesn't does. really work like it that. Never does. There's a lot of locations that I'll go to and I have to, for example, trash maybe two hours worth of footage because we got absolutely nothing. And then all of a sudden the last hour, hour and a half is when we're really getting the engagement from the, the other side and all the activity and all that stuff, yep. right? And I feel like because these people um, have this belief that obviously the paranormal doesn't exist or whatever um, because they're just ignoring it and they're just completely glazing over it, right? Where they'll just go into an abandoned building and be like, there's nothing here when really if you're actually paying attention or trying to engage, then you might actually get something, right? Uh-huh. So if, you know, they're willing to engage, obviously. So that's just what I kind of feel like to it, what you yes. said. It just it just kind of goes together because... Um, if somebody perceives, everybody perceives something a little bit differently and whether they're open to it or not. And I feel like a lot of those people will never change unless, you know, something ends up flying across the room <laughs> or they get slapped across the face or whatever it is, right? So You um, said that and it just jogged a memory. Right. Oh, oh somebody like maybe... Uh, the last year I lived in Malton. Okay, explain. So there was a point in time where I lost a week of my life Oh, I was so. possessed. Oh, yes, that's fun. No, I yeah, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Definitely not fun. I mean, I wouldn't say possessed in the in the sense of like what everyone thinks is um like the movies mm-hmm. where you're walking around growling at people, walking mm-hmm. on like like the crab walk, yeah, shit like yeah, that, yeah. right? Um, what actually happened, and I remember it both vividly and vaguely. I, it was a night we were at karaoke, like me and the karaoke crew, Mm -hmm. right? And I had come home about 3.30 in the morning 
and right, around, right around the right time, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> the dead hour. Yeah. And Malton within itself is such like a spiritual cesspool. I I, I don't like the place. Mm -hmm. Sorry to anyone watching who like lives in Malton. It's okay. But... I'm sure they all know it too, right? <laughs> not that there but... are not that every area in Malton is bad, but majority of it's pretty. Every like, area, like the in very. Is bad. I mean, like around the public area, like where all the suburbs are, it's all right. It's not like terrible every area. <laughs> just like brampton <laughs> yes. oh okay that, that's a whole difference yeah yeah but um no i remember i had come home and at this point in time in my room attached to my light fixture i had a um a dream catcher mm -hmm. like a handmade dream catcher and it's been it was hanging there for like three years nothing ever happens yeah until this day and i don't know what got me off of my routine like well clearly i felt something but i didn't know exactly what mainly because i was drunk and i was not trying to be no spiritualist nothing just mm -hmm. let me be drunk and go to bed happy damn it mm -hmm. <laughs> and i remember i took off my jacket and i just stood in the center of my room and i was like no something something feels off and i distinctly remember not being able to hear my tv anymore which is weird because i never touched the sounds and the video was still playing right i just couldn't hear anything and then my ears started like white noising not exactly ringing but like mm. right and then i just see my dream catcher literally launch itself across my head yep like it it completely dislodged from the yep. fixture and was just floating midair uh not floating yeah it launched itself at me oh okay That's <laughs> it fun. went past my head and i immediately went nope mm -hmm. opened the door to my room started cursing at the top of my lungs so i'm like get get out right like i don't know what it was that followed me in here but you're not welcome like mm -hmm. go right didn't I felt something that I could not see because I don't, I can't physically see, right? I'm not clairvoyant in the sense where I see entities. I hear them, I feel them. Mm -hmm. And that's the extent of that. Every once in a while, I will either see like an orb or a flash of light, but to physically see something, mm -hmm. I don't. I, that's not one of my gifts, right? But it grabbed me and I got so spooked because I was so unprepared to deal with it at that point that i literally turned into a five-year-old again and i ran to mommy and daddy and mm -hmm. i'm like there's a ghost in my room and i don't <laughs> think it's a ghost help yeah right and immediately i remember my um my dad went into my room and i didn't follow him because again spooked yeah absolutely scared right and i was about it was after I came home from the US, so I had to have been 20, right? And I remember my mom immediately getting on the phone and calling her pastor and telling the pastor about what was happening. And I just start crying. And I'm not the type of person to cry. I don't know what happened, what set me off, but like literally like blubbering, right? And my mom hands me the phone and the pastor's like, okay, I'm going to need you to go back into your room mm. and I'm going to need you to like do this, 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 and then 
you're gonna look underneath your bed. And I don't remember what the, the, the steps in between that was, but I remember the like feeling of dread when he said that I had to look underneath my bed because mm-hmm. whatever it was that had followed me, right, was hiding. And I really didn't want to. Like, it, I was so adverse to it, yeah. right? But got to pull up the big girl panties. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember going underneath the bed and looking, and there was this one spot. The pastor didn't even have to tell me because my eyes naturally gravitated toward it. Right. And I just felt tingles like all over my body. And then that's the last thing I remember until a week later. Wow. <laughs> so you just completely blanked out. Everything Compl- was just. I, I remember looking underneath my bed mm-hmm. and then nothing huh. until a week later when I came back into myself and I was in um, my nephew's room of all places sitting cross-legged on the bed with the bible mm-hmm. reading scriptures from the bible wow. and that's where i came to and when i asked my mom what happened she's like you went to sleep she's like you woke up she's like you went to work but you weren't talking you weren't yeah. eating you weren't sleeping Mm-mm. right and she's like it was literally just watching you on autopilot mm-hmm. for seven straight days i'm just like what so i think this might be probably just before do you remember um i messaged you at some point and i said something really weird is happening with my girlfriend at the time and you were just like there's not really anything that i can do um because i had dealt with my own thing that recently happened but all i can say is go to church was that around that yes okay so now yes. i understand because I, ne- I didn't have a chance to really ask you what had happened and i it didn't i wasn't sure if you really wanted to you know explain what had happened i think at that point i couldn't i didn't have mm-hmm. the words i was still like i thought like even yeah. now like 12 years later i'm still looking at it kind of like it it's surreal mm-hmm. like you never actually think that yeah you like People dabble into things, people, but to be so attacked violently from the other side and you're, you don't know why, you don't know what happened, you don't know what caused it. Like I said, leading up to that point, I was at karaoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were just trying to have a good time. I was just having fun. <laughs> yeah. right? Leave me alone. Yep. <laughs> um, I think also because maybe when I explained what was happening to us, was exactly the same thing and i never knew that but if you remember um i was dating bitch face at the time and uh that's just what we refer to her in, in this room um it's okay you have bitch face i have fuck face <laughs> so, right. you know, everybody's got a nickname right <laughs> asshole or whatever um but yeah so i was dating bitch face at the time and uh basically what had happened was we went to this church that had rumors that there was a cult running out of it. It mm. was, um, I think it was like a United Church or something. And this church uh, basically had this cult running out of it and some stuff went down. And one night we were hanging out and we ended up going to it. I just kind of told her what happened and she's like, oh, let's go check it out. And I'm like, this is probably not a good idea, but <laughs> sure, let's go. No, don't co-sign that. Yeah. <laughs> so after we went there, then all of a sudden weird stuff started happening. Things that I could physically see where we were like, 
sitting there on the couch and there's like this black misty thing above her head and i've told this story probably about a billion times and then after that it progressively got worse and worse and worse and exactly like what you said um there was a day when she came over where she was lying down on the couch and she fell asleep but it was like in her head something else was happening that wasn't actually actually happening. happening and because i remember her waking up and she's like oh i've been sitting here watching friends for hours i'm like no you've been sleeping on the couch for the last two hours hence why netflix says are you still watching this would you like to resume (laughs) and i was on my computer which was behind there waiting for her to wake up because then she had to get up and go to work right so and then she would keep telling me that the same thing kept happening where she would just like blank like it was just like blanks of time yeah. we're just missing from her memory where she would go to sleep and she would imagine something else was happening and her mom would make weird comments about what was happening right um and then i just remember at some point messaging you because all this was going, was going down on. and i'm just like i don't know what else to to do anymore and i just messaged you and you're like um because remember there was an incident with a lighter which we think that that somehow created some sort of portal that let something in possibly Possibly, we don't know but you're like yeah just dispose of this lighter which we did in professor's lake and when she threw it in about a thousand ducks came out of nowhere from every point of this lake to come to this one ripple of water which may or may not make sense i could not debunk it right mm-hmm. why all these ducks are all suddenly coming from every direction it's a pretty sizable lake yeah. yeah um and then you also said go to church which i'm like huh that's weird because Dommy wasn't really that much of a religious or spiritual person st- in that sense at the time i'm still not and mm-hmm. not to like downplay yeah. church or downplay anything like that i still have my own like hang-ups with it mm-hmm. if you remember what like at the starting of our friendship, I told you I was like on my way to become a pastor. Yeah. Right. I was in school of leaders. I like heavily in the church. And then things happens that I've slightly made peace with. Like, I'm okay. If someone invites me to church, I, I will I'll go. I don't believe that I'm gonna like burn up as soon as I get on the premises. Mm-hmm. But for me to actively be in a place where that becomes my end all be all i got my relationship with god i don't i I don't need it Mm -hmm. right with that said digressing a little bit i think at that point i was so spooked within myself that that was like my that that was my go-to i can't really say that i went to church while i was going through that because i i didn't according to um what my mom was uh, retelling me at that point is it was literally get off the bed, shower, go to work, come home, sit down for hours on end reading the Bible. Mm, Right. And it was rinse, repeat. Like there was no actual me physically going to church. Right. But I couldn't wrap my head around what was happening so much so that that was my autopilot response. Mm -hmm. Cause I couldn't just be like, okay, well, sit down with the Holy Bible and read it and read this chapter, this chapter, and this chapter and figure shit out. I, I, I couldn't, mm-hmm. right? So my go-to was, yeah, y'all, y'all go to church. Go tell the pastor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let him direct you because I don't know how to at this point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we didn't even end up doing, well, talking to the pastor. We went to the church, mm. um, our church anyways not the other Other. church which was odd also because 
every night she would call and say she would hear this girl's voice singing. And I would be like, don't go to the voice because it's something trying, trying to, to trick get, you, mm, right? Yeah. She's like, no, but I need to go to the voice. I need to go back to the church. She would call me every night. I, I need to go back to the church. I'm like, no, you don't. We're not fucking going back there. I'm like, I, I'm glad you have a terrible sense of direction. Otherwise, you would have driven yourself. Mm. But because you don't know how to get there, you're not going to end up there. And I remember every night. She would call me. Oh, I can hear the singing again. I can hear the singing again. Her room was ice cold. Um, she would hear Whatever the singing. Whatever it was right. latched onto her versus yeah. latching onto oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so she would call me saying, I can hear the singing again. And I would run into my room and I had the phone on one ear and I'm not saying anything. I'm like, okay, give me a second. And mm-hmm. I would open my jewelry box, which is where I kept this prayer that was like a Southern Itali- Italian uh, evil yeah. eye prayer. Yeah. And I would read it in my head. I wouldn't read it out loud. And the second I would finish reading the very last line, she would say, okay, it's gone. The singing stopped. Wow. Mm. Okay. Good to know. She's like, yeah, that was weird. And I would, I'd be like, yeah, I just read a prayer. It's all good. <laughs> it's gone now for the time being anyways. Go to sleep. Yeah. It's fine. And then the day that, I brought her to our church to go inside and, and deal with this thing after mm. your uh, recommendation, after tossing away the lighter. She was just like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going. I had to literally physically almost oh. drag her into the building to go. And then we lit a candle. We sat down. We read, said a couple prayers out loud. Mm. And then that was the end of it. It finally just, just stopped. Went, but yeah. it was so I, attached to her I, that right. it tried to physically restrain yeah. her from going. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Crazy, right? Um, but I don't think it ever really stopped for her. I don't know. Um, well, but because she would see things after that as well. Well, that... So... As unfortunate and scary as her initial instance into it is right that very well could have been her awakening Mm -hmm. right now does she have someone to your knowledge because we're not i'm not going to tell you like call her up and let me ask some questions yeah no but to your knowledge does she have someone who is trustworthy that can guide her safely into dealing with all of this do you know i got no idea we haven't spoken in a while we don't talk to bitch face no (laughs) (laughs) no that uh that relationship's over (laughs) if you know enough that like after that fact things were still happening i mean i I don't know i don't know i just always kind of got the sense that she wasn't like saying anything was happening but there was like times where we i remember going so my friend uh he's been seeing this like demonic entity and it's been just messing with him in his his entire life and uh one day we went over without her knowing anything we pulled in the driveway and she's like oh my god do you see that i'm like what see what she's like on the roof there's a man sitting on the roof and uh yeah and i'm just like no i don't i don't see anything she's like oh my god there's a man I'm telling her to describe him and she's like you think I'm crazy I'm like no I don't think you're crazy and then we went inside I explained to my friend that oh he saw asshole demon and um yeah so we knew what she was seeing because he had always dealt with it yeah um basically his entire life right which is interesting because he he explained what she explained who Shad also explained yeah. Yeah. and everybody and it's interesting because all these people don't know you mm. But I put two and two together and it's like, because I remember there was something you said that you would see from childhood, essentially. You guys called it, I think, the Oogie Oogie Boogie Boogie. Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
everyone kind of describes like a variation of the exact same thing, right? So hold on, Oogie Boogie just out here terrorizing people. That's big rude. Yeah, that's, that's that what is I big mean. Rude. Yeah, and none of you guys know each other or knew right. each other in any sort of way, right? Like Bitchface and, didn't know Frank. Frank didn't know Shad at the time. Yeah, none of these then, people knew you or even of you. Yeah. and but you all managed to kind of describe exactly the same thing that was always kind of lingering around and wrecking havoc on on things. Well, right? I wouldn't say that. Like, like for me was really wreaking havoc per se in terms of intent like well so the very first instance i know of oogie boogie being around my family i was still in the womb Mm. right my dad actually encountered him the first time when my mom was like heavily pregnant with me like on the verge of like popping basically Mm. And dealing with him the way my dad dealt with him at the time, that was the very first instance of him physically being in my life. And then there were instances from infancy up until, I'd say, maybe three, four years before I left Malton, where every once in a while he would just kind of pop back in and he looks scary Mm-hmm. He looks creepy and demonic-y, but also slightly humanoid, right? It, I can't really say he did anything inherently bad, mm-hmm. right? But I also can't say he did anything inherently good. He was always just kind of around. He was always just, yeah, yeah. just kind of. So I guess you guys were used to it, too. Well, I mean, that. Over time. That. Yeah. But also... It's very much like a trickster spirit, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, I remember stories within um, my childhood where my family would be like, oh, da da da, Oogie Boogie was here again. He was in the shape of a dog and then popped out mm-hmm. from like behind the, um, the couch and went back into his normal thing. But like, he was very much a dog at the point where we saw, like, and we have no dogs. Yeah. Where did this little black dog come from? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a shapeshifter type of Yeah, thing. but did it like with the intent of scaring. Yeah. Right? Very much a trickster spirit. Now, if there are other people he's, for lack of a better word, harassing and mm-hmm. he's actually wreaking havoc on their life, I mean I think you should ask why. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we kind of uh figured as well with like Frank. Like we didn't really know why, but then stories would kind of start to surface a little bit of a possible uh ritual of a potential future sacrifice being made without the knowledge of the people asking for the ritual to be done by particular uh southern italian witches and it was basically like it's it's understood to us that it's supposed to be like a sacrifice um for the intent of forcing somebody to fall in love with someone else first off kids don't be doing love magic that shit never works <laughs> second off i want to stress this for any baby witches baby spiritualist baby whatever who aren't who are just actively getting into their spirituality and becoming familiar with that side of the realms yeah the spirit noobs you never ever ever do anything without the consent of the other party mm. right 
there is always a drastic recourse Mm -hmm. when it comes into those things. And anything you do energetically, spiritually, um, even in religion itself, there's a cost. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what the cost is, sometimes it's your very life. Mm -hmm. Y'all play safe. Mm. Yep. (laughs) i mean disclaimer if if you guys want to do things i mean by all means i mean free will i mean i'll tell a demon to go fuck itself once in a while but i think that's probably about as far as it goes (laughs) i mean that that's completely different though i mean that's asserting your dominance in your space and making Uh, sure you're safe once in a while use a ouija board whatever cares oh t- talk to us about ouija boards <laughs> please yes. so ouija boards to my understanding is opening a portal and it's a sort of a communication and you can do it with almost just about anything in reality i just want to say throw the whole angelo away huh throw the whole angelo away what do you mean why are you playing with ouija boards because it's fun <laughs> no <laughs> Do you know the portal that you open every time you play with one of those? No, no, explain it. Oh God. And why Ouija boards as we- opposed to like, so what, why is a Ouija board so, what's the word? Inherently why is that evil? so, why is it Ouija boards that are like so well known as opposed to it could be anything? Because Ouija boards are the easiest way to tie into planes that you don't know mm-hmm. but what makes it that what makes the ouija board this thing, a toy it's, it's, it's not okay. a toy okay yeah it's Sorry. not a toy okay what i don't mean it's a toy you what said, i meant is it's being sold it as a as toy, a toy. Right? Yeah. okay yes. gotcha so it's 100 percent intent yeah. it's yeah. intense and that's what i was going to say because it's like if you intend if you're not if you're not quite sure see the 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 reason why i'll do it is because our intent is that we actually know kind of an idea of what we're doing and what our intent truly is, is to not contact evil things, even though sometimes it will come through, uh-huh. right? We know that and we do take precautions sometimes behind the scenes of the camera that people are unaware of, right? I always go around with charms and I'm always kind of prepared, um, which people don't really know. Um, but yeah, obviously bad things can happen. But I think most people are kind of like, oh, it's a Ouija board, it's a fun game, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, if you really don't know what you're doing, don't. that's when you don't know what it is you're contacting. You don't know when to end the session or close the session or but also protect yourself. properly how to close off mm-hmm. that connection, Yeah, right? Yeah. A lot of people just look at a Ouija board and be like, okay, like you said, yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Let's contact the spirits, hoo-ha. And then leave the portal open and leave and leave the room, leave yeah. the space, right? Or throw it away, not realizing that energetic link is still attached to your life, right? And then there are people who will be like, oh, well, I mean, I did it as a once-off. It was a ha-ha, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. But this, 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 this event following after that caused so much damage in my life, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Well, where's that Ouija board? Mm-hmm. In my car. 
<laughs> I'm not even joking. I always have a Ouija board. In my oh phone. my god! Well, I mean, we use them once in a while in our videos, right? So it's kind of just whatever. It's just always there. We're just used to it at this point. But like I said, I mean, we're a little bit more experienced than the average jabroni who mm-hmm. doesn't know what the hell they're doing with a Ouija board. So we do. I mean, we under well, obviously we understand that we're also taking our chances. But like yeah. you said, it's it's based on intent for the it's most part. Heavily based on intent. Yeah. Either way, a lot of times when we go places, there's already something there regardless so what difference does it make it's just essentially a form of communication it's been something that's been used for hundreds of years Um, yeah so but then so is tarot so is spell work mm -hmm. so is like none of these things are new under the sun right 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 only the access to it Mm -hmm. and 90 percent of people especially new age people now which is like heavily the rhetoric on tiktok and like insta Mm -hmm. where everyone and their mom is a spiritualist basically who don't know what they're doing Mm -hmm. right and then something real happens and you you see it all the time videos of well yeah i know last week i said i was a witch but uh i'd like to revoke that yeah it's just like don't be a Pinterest witch. Don't dabble in things that you don't understand. Take the necessary precautions and learn what it is that you're dealing with. And work slowly. Yes. Baby steps. Baby I, steps. That's kind of my friend's approach. Her name is Chelsea. And uh, she's um, my friend Lamar, who's also another uh, content creator, YouTuber, whatever, does basically the same thing. Oh. And she considers herself a practicing witch, is oh. how she describes it, because she's always learning how to do things slowly and carefully, of course. And she's also um, a medium because she sees things um, and she can kind of pick up when things are there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of her approach to it is doing it like, you know, baby steps. Right. So people that want to get into things like this mm-hmm. is like we've talked about. So is belief enough to get you in? Would you recommend this kind of world to anything to anybody? Would you not recommend it to anybody? Is do you find like people call these things gifts? Do you feel like it's all positive? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, So on the basis of like, would I recommend this to people? Say, for example, the people that you're you're watching on TikTok and Instagram and they're like, I want to become a spiritualist, a witch, a wicca, whatever. I don't know. My very first question that I have in my head, because obviously you're watching a video, you can't really ask them, is why? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to get into this? What is it about it that interests you so much that you feel that this is something you can do, Mm -hmm. right? If it's just on the basis of creating contacts, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, right? If you're doing it because there's something deeply innately within you that is calling you to this, then absolutely, right? Biggest thing, though, is a lot of people are doing this now because it's a bandwagon. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of people are joining now because it's the in thing to do. Whereas for me specifically, I never asked for this. Okay. Right. <clears throat> and I've been saying, how do I turn it off? Yeah. Because I can ignore things until I'm blue in the face. Right. But it doesn't actually stop. It doesn't go away. Right. Right. 
I could be like, okay, well, right now, this entire time since we've started recording, my ears have been popping. There's something in the space. Mm-mm. Maybe the headphones are too tight. Nah. It's not as it's much not as the that. headphones. Nah. Now. Nah. <laughs> so, right. is it me? <laughs> could listen, be. Listen here, conduit of the freaking Ouija board. <laughs> I mean, honestly, dude, like the amount of different places that I've gone to, I'm pretty sure there's obviously something that's like attached well, to itself, and I'm just kind of like, meh, whatever. If it, um, if it was something that mm-hmm. has like seriously heavily attached itself to you, when we met downstairs, I would have immediately been like, ah, so. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to make it go away? Yeah, I think right? there is the there possibility is something of something here. there, here, or... Ah, I know what it is. There is something. There's two things, actually. Oh, mm. do you want me to grab it? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what did I sign up for? While he's, while he's away, even though it's only a couple seconds... Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're back (laughs) (laughs) so i do have something hang on (laughs) i just want to see if if you get anything from this if i get it listen it's not like a it's not like a circus trick no it's not it's not meant to be a circus trick so this (laughs) this is um it's a brick from a place called the wilson castle in proctor vermont um this is an original castle brick so basically, I've been there three times. I have three of these. The other one, mm. I have no idea where I put. I think it's in the car still. Okay. So essentially, um, what they believe is that the house, the entities or energy of the house attaches itself to objects of the house. Uh-huh. So when things from the house, which this is an original brick mm. that's almost 200 years old, um, leaves the property, there's always something attached to it. So it could be this, Maybe. right? So I don't, I don't really know. Kind of a hypothesis because there was a story about um for some reason they decided to give the eight ball of a pool table so they gave the eight ball to somebody i don't know why okay. the eight ball of all things they gave it to the person and the person ended up literally sending it back because there's something they, they were afraid and said something's happening because something is attached to this to stupid the, eight ball okay. and then when they sent it back everything just kind of stopped and the place is like super haunted like there's always so much going on in that place. So I don't, I don't know if that's what it is. Like I said, could be. But you can't do that whole kind of thing where they ask people where it's like, oh, if you touch this, can you like feel the energy off it? You're not Listen capable of doing that or you here. just don't want to. Ah. <laughs> Smart. Ah. Smart. I told you, I'm not as like throw caution to the mm. wind anymore. I, I've been burnt a few times. Yeah. Right. And I say that like loosely. I'm, but there have been instances where people that I, I don't talk to anymore, I'm actually not friends with these people mm-hmm. at all anymore because they started using the things that I do or the things that I can do as party tricks, right? Our mutual being one of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Oh, well, you know, Bianca, she can... Uh, she can, she can do this kind of thing, but can you do it for them? Because they never actually witnessed it. So, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of like, nah. no, <laughs> not a party trick, dude, sir. Absolutely not. Right. But then there are instances where like I've been at a party with like a bunch of people and then things naturally happen and things naturally come through. And I'm just kind of like, okay, well, I guess we're doing this now. And mm. then everybody's spooked and they're just like, 
we want to go home. We want off of the ride. And I'm just mm. like, yeah, so do I. <laughs> so, but I can't. So sucks to be y'all because we're in this together. <laughs> Would that be like your, I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard this before where mm. for someone to get, and I, I'll say it again, like some people call these gifts, right? For some people to get these, whatever you want to call it, access to this realm it's a blessing and a curse so my question was is it is there something that has to be given sacrificed for that or can anybody just walk in and be like you know i believe and i want to work on this no um i touched on it a little bit earlier at the beginning is that these these gifts these these spiritual blessings it is a human birthright everybody has a gift everybody was put on this earth for a reason and there is a spiritual gift or method of whatever it is that is attached to that right it's up to that individual person to be able to tap into it and tap into it for the right reasons Mm -hmm. right but anybody everybody right like i said i can't see but i can feel Mm -hmm. and i can hear right also with that that a lot of my gifts are tied into my musical abilities it's Mm -hmm. why there are certain places that i won't perform at Mm -hmm. right or there's certain songs i won't sing right because that is a part of my gifts there's also certain things that i won't write because i know that some things are actually channeled there's um some songs that i've written that i will never record because Mm -hmm. it's actually heavily spiritual based Mm -hmm. and Anytime I try to continue writing it or I try to record it, something spiritual happens, mm. right? Hmm. Mm. So, I feel like, um, sorry, I, f- I feel like some people are maybe more naturally in tune, I guess you could say, uh-huh. as well with kind of like their surroundings. It's almost like, you know, somebody who was just naturally a really good hockey player yeah. or naturally a really good soccer player, it's considered a gift yeah. or a blessing mm. in one way or another. And then obviously you kind of refine your skills um, using that ability. Cause some people yes. are just naturally more athletic, yeah. right? Some people are just naturally born as a genius, right? They're just, their brain looks, works differently or their body works, works differently. differently. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Where it's kind of like the same thing when it comes to this kind of stuff, where it's like, you're just naturally more in tune. So what were you going to say? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Next question. Were you going to ask me doctor. about how you wanted to hold my brick? Yeah, Momo, you hold <laughs> it. Hold the I know. <laughs> I know, no, no, no. No, no, no. thank you. It's literally just a brick. <laughs> Is there anything? Okay, so one, one, of the, one thing that I had written down here was um, like the majority of anything that I've ever um, heard about in mm. terms of like uh, I'll say the word again, witchcraft, magic, spiritualism, mm-hmm. maybe we can call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all from traditional media. I don't know. I don't yeah. know anything outside of movies and TV and, and, and I'm heavily, heavily influenced by Harry Potter. And so like, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for that. Um, what, okay. What kind of things do you, 
the the average idiot like me what kind of things would you say you know there's no real basis for something like this for something like a wand for something like whatever that we've seen in like media and this is but this that we've seen is absolutely totally real but the wand know? stuff is totally real i mean they it have is. a whole and I'm not saying it's not. store yeah. in salem <laughs> haven't you seen it i've been Listen, to it i want to go to salem so badly <laughs> honestly it's cool but it's also kind of overrated at the same time um, I want to go for the novelty of it. Like, li- li- yeah, that's actually... I think I think what kind of like bothered me was because we went on Halloween day and it was just a fuck fest of oh. people all, yeah. you know, doing one thing or another. I very much enjoyed it the day after Halloween because it was mostly dead at that point. And it we was were more able authentic. to like, yeah, it yeah. felt more like, you know, Salem, Salem. But he, even still, it was just kind of like, oh, OK, like it was cool. But there was mm. like. Apart from, you know, the history of it, yeah. um, the notoriety of like, you know, the witch burnings, which they never actually burned a single witch to the actual at all ever. And most of them were not even actually real witches. Yeah. It was just like, you know, oh, a heretic or whatever. And then they would yep. essentially crush people to death with rocks. Listen. It's like until you tell the truth, we're just going to keep lowering this rock on top of your body until you basically suffocate to death. Yep. Right? What were you yeah. going to say? Yep. I was say like the whole witch trials thing. Mm-hmm. It was literally just open murder. Yeah, like it was a it was just oh, a show at the end of the day. You, you're a woman who practices um, like medicine, mm-hmm. and you use um, herbology to do it. Obviously, you're a witch. Yeah, huh? it was. I don't even think it was. Re- most of the stories weren't even weren't even that. It mm-hmm. was just mostly like people would get sick, so they would start like hallucinating and saying that they're seeing stuff. And people were pointing the finger, witch, witch, yep. and then they would go and round these people because it, it became like a panic, right? All these people were suddenly, and then it was just like, it's, it was kind of like that, um, The Purge, the movie mm-hmm. The Purge, where people were just like, oh, there are no more rules anymore. So mm-hmm. everybody was just kind of pointing the finger at everybody else as who's a witch, witch yeah. right? It was like, if I didn't like you, I would just say you're a witch and hopefully they'll just go and, and take you sudden. away. Yeah. So, but I mean, the history is interesting. It's very fascinating because it's still like a thing that kind of goes on depending on where you are, where they still kind of have these witch trial sort of things. Which right? is scary. Oh, yeah. Actually. Yeah. Right? Imagine real life. Not real life. Sorry. Modern world that happening yeah 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 but like it is a thing there's actually um i was talking to a friend of mine she's actually one of my best friends she lives in the u.s right and i call her my spirit mama because she's Mm -hmm. also a spiritualist Mm -hmm. right and she was saying and right now in indianapolis they are actually slightly going back into that Mm -hmm. that time if you are not expressly a devout christian you're basically on trial mm-hmm. and you're shunned not wow. only shunned like you're you can lose your job you can lose i'm like what in the modern day witch trials <laughs> yeah. isn't that funny isn't that doesn't that sound very similar to something that happened over here if you didn't take a certain juju juice into your arm you would also be shunned mm-hmm. and you know basically not a part of society mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. sounds very familiar <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's kind of like modern day witch witch trials sort witch of hunting, thing, yeah. right? So, but in terms of your question, you were saying like, how does it compare? I Anything guess? you hate from like traditional media, like that's that's ridiculous. Why would anyone believe that? Well, versus I mean, like most um, of it's just fiction based, right? That's what I'm saying. That's, but that's what I'm so, saying. Like, yeah, that's what the question. I would is. say yeah. that like if the craft, mm-hmm. okay, like when um. 
when one of the girls does like the glamour and her hair changes mm-hmm. and her eyes change and like that doesn't really happen that's mm-hmm. not real life mm-hmm. like there is a sort of thing in witchcraft slash spirituality where you can change the perception of the person looking at you mm-hmm. right and make them see certain things but you don't physically change sure. right everybody likes to believe that though that that's a part of magic where yeah. you can like physically alter your appearance like an avatar no kids no <laughs> um another one is uh like using the wands and stuff like that sure. right mm-hmm. i will say that it's not as how the media portrays it where it is the end all to be all but you do have certain things that are kind of like tools mm-hmm. right like crystals i was gonna ask you have that, yeah. um like certain people depending on what they practice they have knives and it's literally just a tool it's not what has the gift or the spirit or whatever it just helps enhance it helps focus mm-hmm. right okay conduit yeah kind of yeah sort of mm. i mean the crystals but you can and stuff still... are like to like channel energy and things like um, that or it depends on the crystal mm-hmm. right like um for myself i am very heavily heavily doused in like tourmaline and onyx because negativity just always be fucking with me mm-hmm. especially at work <laughs> right but um no if you need like say you need help channeling within yourself self-love you use rose quartz right a lot of people misinterpret that you use love quartz to have someone else fall in love with you again disclaimer kids don't do love magic mm-hmm. but it does actually help you within your self-healing self-love self-care right getting your energy right within yourself right got it i guess i need to uh get rid of that love magic book that i ordered on amazon <laughs> i'm so disappointed as soon as possible no, i'm just joking hey 30 days returns <laughs> you'll be okay well, they did say 30-day uh, guarantee, so if it doesn't work in 30 days, uh, <laughs> let us know. But uh, I have Okay, a... how about this? You test it? <laughs> no, just, just no. test it. I'm good. There will be no testing. Just making sure you're telling him to test it, right? <laughs> you as a seasoned person in this. <laughs> well, listen. My biggest philosophy right now is fuck around and find out. Oh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I've got a I've got a um a situation I heard of some person who dealt with something if I could kind of bring yeah. it up to you and hear your thoughts on it. Sure. Someone um they live in the house with a family and as far as they know this thing has only been there after a certain point in time. So there was an item that they found. Okay. And I, I was going to ask like kind like of they found it outside and brought inside it inside the garage. They found it inside their garage and they have the idea that it was placed there by a family member as like a curse or Mm. something like that they feel like they have maybe been in terms of their love life been Mm. cursed kind of forever and they feel like it happened after they found this item inside the house creepy okay so there to their recollection this whatever this object was that was placed there this is when all of the mishaps happened or it was kind of unlucky and they never okay it wasn't there at some point they knew that okay things started happening later on they found this thing where they knew it wasn't before 
Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Not, um, I'm not saying like it was like within a month. It could have been years, but it was like for sure it wasn't here. You know, when I moved in here, a few years later, all of a sudden, yeah. family members moved in, and then now this thing Something is happenstance. Like yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Items, cursing family members. That that's kind of stuff. a real thing. Yeah. Actually, that. It's like listen, I, I, jealousy, I was going to ask about voodoo dolls as well. Yeah. Jealousy is one of the biggest directions of energy mm-hmm. that you could have, especially familial jealousy. Mm-hmm. That shit ruins lives. And most times they don't even know. They don't know. But where your where your attention directs intention. So mm-hmm. if this family member has a problem with your friend and your friend doesn't know what or why like has the feeling because you can feel when someone don't like you right Mm -hmm, sure but if they don't know the root cause and they don't know how to tackle it absolutely Mm. absolutely so do these okay so i have a question yeah does this do these people Mm -hmm. have an idea of who would have left this whatever it is in their house or garage or wherever I do believe so. Yeah? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it's not my family. It's not yeah. my friends. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just enough that I wouldn't be able to give more detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, that's why yeah. I'm, I'm asking even yeah. vaguely, um, too. Yeah. Um, but that's From an interesting you know, situation. Is this person able to have a safe, open, like, conversation with the person? With like the not person even, who they think did it? Like, not in, in the sense to, like, accuse them or be like, Oh, I I feel you're doing this, but mm. to be like, hey, is there I... a chance that you dropped a little thing? In no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nicely. There's be like, um, are we okay? Mm. Right? Like, is is there some sort of animosity between us? Like, I just I want to clear the air. If things don't feel right, like, right. kind of go that like, way. yeah. And then dependent on the answer, because a lot of people won't openly be like nah fuck you i hate you right right right. but they could depending on how it is answered and how the how your friend feels in the answer right could very well be like okay yeah you for sure and now i know that it's stemming from you yeah i can take precautions wow right so there's certainly so you were talking about crystals so like Hmm. these things can certainly have positive effect mm-hmm. influence on, on on your life and everything yes is there i know what what that original question was going to lead to is is there items out there that absolutely have like dark and negative and evil like that depends on who has held it before getting to okay. you so it's absolutely intention and and i'm doing something to this thing yes yeah right. with a negative intention so yes um there's broadband Right. Like for all the people out there who like to order crystals online and stuff like that. My biggest disclaimer with that is always, always, always cleanse what you get. Mm-hmm. Right. Make sure that whatever you're receiving into your home, what you're automatically just whatever energies is attached to that prior to you dealing with it, cleanse it. Right. It's better to be safe than sorry. But if this is coming from someone you trust, like your friend who's like, it's a family member, you would never think that 
right? Yeah. Even then, just, oh, it feels off? Cleanse. Mm-hmm. Right? If after you cleanse, you still feel off, get rid of. Mm-hmm. Get it out of your space. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. What if you can't find a thing? You just, like, you have a feeling. You have a feeling? there's okay. no, I, I, you know, I didn't buy nothing on Amazon in the last three days. I don't know what's happening to me. What would you do? Talk, go to the, hmm. go to your, like you were saying before, go to your church, go to your, go to your, go to your, no, it's, it's, it's a, it's an honest question. <laughs> no, um, my thing would be like, clearly it, it depends on what you believe. Yeah. Right. And what you practice inherently. Mm-hmm. Right. If you believe in church or you believe in temple, yeah. obviously go there. Yeah. Right. That would be your biggest ace up your sleeve. Mm-hmm. If you are a spiritualist or you're self-practicing, regardless of religion or sect, then you, there's a part of you that always knows where certain energies are, mm-hmm. where they're heavily, because you can feel it. Like there's a physical reaction that you get, right? If you know that this part of the house, for some reason you feel unsafe, you feel like there's something that's telling you not to go there, right? If you know how to cleanse your en- like your energy and your space, then do that. Do that as frequently as you need, mm-hmm. right? If you feel that you're not quite there yet, if you have a trusted friend, get them to come and help, mm-hmm. right? But the biggest thing when it comes to your sp- spiritual hygiene and spiritual well-being is cleanse. And I guess the next question after that is how much do you charge for a cleansing? (laughs) (laughs) Joking. Well, the church will do it for free, right? Well, I mean, no. (laughs) Unless you need an exorcism, then it might be a little bit different. Not even then, because there is tithes and offerings. Mm -hmm. True. still true. Yeah. Um, I got to go use the washroom, so I think we'll just pause for uh, 10 minutes, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay. All righty. I am... uh, Good to go. Yay. Um, I got all that extra liquid out of me. Lately, I've been drinking a lot of water. I would highly recommend to all of you guys at home, you don't have to get this specific brand, but this is a thermos. It's a double, double line thermos. Yeah, we are not sponsored. <laughs> I just felt like talking about this. Um, so I bought two of these. I bought like a 64 ounce one as like the extra in case I run out of this. Okay. But lately, because of this, I've been drinking a ton more water mm. and I feel so much better because mm. I'm much less dehydrated. Plus water's yeah. really good for you, of course. And yes. most people probably don't drink enough water. And mm. I think that happens. Definitely is that, me too. Is that you? <laughs> Definitely me too. Is that ice that I hear inside there? Yeah. So, so what pop- time did you put the ice in? Uh, it's now 10 p.m. So I did it twice today. So yeah. I did it when I first was leaving the house, which was around two. I went uh, for a coffee. Um, and then when I refilled it around five, I added a bunch more. And let's see how much is still left in here. Yeah, it's a good good size. Sounds it like it just lot. keeps it really yeah. cold for yeah. like 24 to 48 hours. So That's great. it... Uh, keeps it refreshing so you actually end up drinking more but uh yeah i guess back to our interesting conversation about demons and witches and spiritualism and all that stuff (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um yeah okay so yeah the one one question that i I wanted to to touch back on Mm. um i guess i maybe i didn't ask it the way i needed to so i've heard before there has to be some sort of sacrifice or trade 
to be able to access these gifts or abilities what uh you were explaining this a second ago so what what would you what would you say about literally a trade or a self-sacrifice um well not even really self-sacrifice could be like any sort of sacrifice right um there is actual deities or like um entities whatever you want to call it that will give you enhanced access to the spiritual side enhanced abilities gifts whatever for a trade mm-hmm. right and that is actually a real thing that um blood sacrifices a, um, a lot of i won't say a lot of but there are still certain parts of africa certain um, parts of um cambodia certain mm-hmm. like anywhere really if I ever decided to research and dig further, I could probably find places here in Canada that do certain rituals, certain um, sacrifices in order to get certain abilities or to make progress in life that kind of takes from somebody else. These Mm. these are real things, Mm -hmm. right? Kind of like the saying, like, uh, I sold my soul to the devil. Yeah, it's mm, kind of like the which I know, yeah. it's a real thing, man. It people is. people do that, right? <laughs> Hollywood. Um, I mean, yeah, Hollywood, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. I've also heard that literally, maybe this is a bit of an aside, but Hollywood, like Holly, the wood named Holly, like or or like a Holly tree or something, has something to do with like magics and 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 um, stuff like that. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've heard of that. I didn't even know, know Hollywood was a type of wood. There is. Um, I don't believe that it inherently ties directly into magic and stuff like that. But I mean, a perfect example is um, like the original wreaths that you'd use at Christmas time to put on your uh, like what we put on our doors and stuff like that. Or like the Yule log and stuff like that. Those trimmings actually came from the Hollywood. Okay. Right. Does it have spiritual properties? Maybe in the same sense that lavender does or Mm -hmm. rosemary, right? Got it. But I don't think it has anything really specifically to tie into like Holly Weird and the things that they do. No, it's it's literally just an old name of a city because Hollywood, California is not the only Hollywood in the States. There's also Hollywood near Miami, Mm -hmm. right? So it's just, it's literally just a name. A name, yeah. Yeah, and it just ended up being a place where they did weird stuff, um, set it up movie sets, and it just became very well-known and famous for that just because of its, because California is typically warm or hot all year round. Uh, It's drier, there's less rain, so you just, it's more efficient to be in an area like that, plus you're close to the ocean, ocean yeah. right? So I think that's just kind of why they decided to, like, set up everything over there, right? I don't I think, think so. I think spiritually, if you want to go into, like, there and, like, names and things that go into that, I don't know if anyone wants to uh, say what the definition of Los Angeles, City of the Lost angels mm-hmm. lost is it angels? lost angels i always thought it was the angel i don't know what languages at all so like it's, yeah it's, wouldn't it's it be a, the it's, it's a play on words it okay. could be yeah. the play it on could words be. right 
Mm. But yeah, I think it would be Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? Which would and then typically if, be more like the angels or the city of angels, I think high, is the reference. That's, see, yeah. that's what they're, they're expecting us to think. think yeah. huh? mm. Hiding in plain sight. But really, it's a city full of demons and jinns <laughs> everywhere <laughs> with their makeup and their fancy clothing and their I know. How other dare they? things. <laughs> Rude. Bohemian Grove and stuff. Listen, you leave them with their avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> avocado toast. <laughs> oh my god but what about like that like talking about los angeles and mm. like possibly you know the the people that are there have you ever other than molten felt like this whole area is kind of not a positive area like maybe you would have felt i don't like this place ever since i got here whatever whatever mm. is there anything like that yeah well, <laughs> it's molten is not okay so that you want to know only because the, she said molten before i'm just asking listen i have so the, there's a reason why molten is the way it is molten actually used to be the place to be back in the day there used to be a lot of europeans a lot mm-hmm. of italians mm-hmm. it was a very uh good area it was a military base at first at first yeah Yeah. and then later on when they started building all the the main subdivision that's there it used to be beautiful it was a very well maintained great part of mississauga everybody loved it and then hazel mccallion came to power i like hazel you don't talk bad about her ever um, yeah, no. Call her by her real name, Hazel, Hurricane. Hurricane Hazel. Hurricane Hazel. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, what their idea was: let's move all of the low-income yeah. housing, all of the immigrants, mm-hmm. um, into one small congested area. All the crime came along with it, right? I'm not saying mm-hmm. that people who are poor are criminals. criminals, but typically, when you add in low-income you underserve the area you're going to end up with a lot of crime it just happens that's not even my issue with Mm -hmm. malton yeah right like it has nothing to do with the fact that like it was mass flooded with immigrants Mm -hmm. or like the crime or because when i was living there (laughs) it's a very boring small area yes the mall sucks that that thing should have been torn down like 45 years ago ages ago no Mm -hmm. like if we're looking at like where you like where i grew up and stuff Mm -hmm. like that it has like a very special place deep 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 down inside my heart Mm -hmm. um but when it came to like my spiritual awakening and actually dealing with things and like figuring out my footing when it came to like astral and it came to like all of that stuff. Malton was so detrimental to my health in that sense, Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of entities that are there Mm -hmm. because it's basically a cesspool of negativity. Problems. Right. Like there's, there's so much with Bolton. I love and hate the place. I'll never move back. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> it's just like me and Brampton. It's like there's nothing. Whenever I leave the country and come back, I'm like, why the fuck am I coming back here for? There's nothing here for me anymore. Yeah. I mean, part of that is just because, you know, certain lifestyle that I would much rather live here. There's nothing. There's nothing here anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Brampton's been the same for 30 years yeah. and it's quickly in decline. Um maybe mostly for political reasons and obviously other reasons on top of that but it's mm-hmm. just like there's nothing there's no expansion there's nothing really well you can't really expand where where are we expanding to well i'm talking about like business 
right? If they were to expand the business side, I feel like they would do a lot better. A lot of people who live in Brampton don't work in Brampton because there's no work no, in Brampton, not. right? There's no real industry here. So that's part of the problem. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just boring overall there's not really much going on community-based things i feel like are also in decline because um i don't know i feel like maybe it's part of like a culture issue at the same time where there's a lot of cultures that just really we don't mix and mingle for one reason or another it's Mm, not because mm -hmm. we don't like each other Mm -hmm. but sometimes it is because brampton is still heavily populated with karaoke people and i have seen a mix of cultures at karaoke <laughs> wow that's that's a little bit of a, a something that's that's nice to see yeah. we like we like that kind of stuff but for the most part like there's no real like mix and mingle of community everybody kind of has their own festival cool. based on their religion or culture or whatever it is yep. um and then you obviously got like the neighborhoods of people like your neighborhood mm-hmm. that you grew up in like everybody kind of knows each other everybody yeah. mixes and mingles and comes over but it's not like that anymore right, right? at least in my opinion it's it's changed mm-hmm. big oh. time right people just yeah. keep to themselves lot, yeah like a lot of our neighbors like they don't care to learn about the other neighbors right yeah. say, okay we know a few people but that's because we've all been here forever but the new people that come and go it's like we don't even know them yeah right until there's a reason to know them i mean i guess like for where my parents like where we moved to in Brampton I mm-hmm. guess they lucked out because I have like an older Italian lady on one side and then an older Portuguese lady on the other side nice. and all we do is like just co-mingle and share food that's awesome and, like, yeah. every, that's they'll, good. like they'll take my mom out and they'll, like they'll go for a walk around the block and mm-hmm. like everyone become became friends yeah right but then there's the houses like on the other side or like in front of us that you're right like no one really no one knows each other yeah you don't even know them you don't even know their first name nothing yeah Yeah, you barely even remember what they look like so is what it is yeah so Mm. (laughs) um what about we were talking about religions and, and 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 then the spiritualism is there so is is can you like explain because you said you know you're not a witch Mm. you're a spiritualist so is there like a a hard line saying witches do this spiritualists do this also i wanted to mention like sorry ask about things like is again i all i learned is stuff from media right so like okay the words i know are like warlocks sorcerers magicians okay shamans things like this okay so like how much of this has any basis in reality and then what's not so hard line that um i I can't speak for like everybody i'm just gonna sure like for my own journey and stuff like that right um witches wiccans pagans is all very ritualistic they all they follow a certain code they follow a certain guide they also either like for lack of better words i'm going to say pray but it's not pray like they they do spell work yeah with a specific deity right i don't do spell work Mm -hmm. not inherently in the way that most people think of spell work i don't um i do pray Mm -hmm. right a lot of what i do is heavily based in prayer um I also don't I don't really tend to follow a different deity or um not entity I don't want to say entity like a like a demigod or a spiritual like a spirit that is not as elevated and things like that like I don't really 
work with those type of spirits i work with god yeah right anything that i do as a spiritualist i ask god's permission first and foremost and if it's a hard no or if i'm acting out in ego i am quickly quickly slaps and it's like uh, no because mm -hmm. what you're doing is not to the glory of me mm. right now when you ask for an answer mm. from god mm. in particular how does that answer come through is it physical is it a sign um, it depends it, it depends a lot of it is signs i've actually had answers from the radio like a, a certain song will come on and coincidentally or not coincidentally it will actually have like meaning to what i've asked mm -hmm. um if i'm scrolling through reddit someone will make a post specifically on something that like i have just prayed about mm -hmm. and going through the comments out like an answer will like stick out to me and i'm just like huh or i'll be walking down the street and there will be like a passing conversation and me i like again the queen of ignoring shit, mm -hmm. right but certain parts of their conversation will actually stick out to me and i'm just like if i piece it together it's an answer mm -hmm. right or another cool one is one that I constantly get in the randomest of places is feathers. Oh, okay. Right? And like places where there ought not be feathers, like in the middle of my bedroom. I have nothing down, by the way. Hmm. Absolutely nothing. Where'd this feather come from? Wow. Right? Coming out of the bathroom, hmm. right? Right in front of the door, there will be like a feather. And I'm just like, What's the deal with the feather? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, okay, I guess it's time to look up the meaning of a feather and mm -hmm. it's this color. And what does that mean? I'm like, oh, true. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the different colors of every feather has a different meaning. Yes. Hmm. So yes. what's a black feather, I guess? Uh, black feather is n like normally tied into changes. Okay. Like uh, life changes are going to happen or if you ask a specific question that mm -hmm. is like, should I do this or should I do this or should I change this? Then it'll go into that, right? Specifically, um, white typically goes into um, like uh, security and being protected, right? There's a lot of times where I would actually do prayer, like protection prayers and um, like just basically through my day-to-day -day life of like just protect my normal comings and goings right nothing specific just kind of keep me in my nice snug little bubble mm -hmm. right and then i'll just happen to glance down and there's a white feather and i'm just like hmm. all right mm -hmm. thanks for the sign broski yeah <laughs> um also mm. let me just let me just mention the reason why i have all these points is because i wrote down like 30 points to ask you so we're literally <laughs> looking at a list and being like okay i think this fits here so one that i've got here is now a lot of a lot of um maybe preconceptions about things like magic and, and this yeah. stuff yeah. uh could be that it's mostly maybe you know from people that maybe don't know mostly negative so uh, uh -huh. is there a way for someone to use, I don't know if use is the right word, but is there a way for someone to bring, uh, you know, like magic, spirituality into their life to manifest a lot of good and positivity? Absolutely. Um, I think that 
in the same sense that certain cultures have like like um oriental asian yeah. right they have their little red envelope that they give for good luck yes when like certain things happen right or when christians go and give tithes and offerings for a specific prayer that they're doing or um like muslim cleansing when they're going to go into the mosque and ask for like help and like things like that yeah it ties in the same way as spirituality right everything is intense everything is if you're looking at things with a clean heart mm-hmm. right if you like say someone wants um like someone wants a promotion right and their prayers or their spell work or whatever they're doing is heavily based on please like give me this promotion right right i firmly believe if you're doing it with a good intention you're doing it with a clean heart asking for this like basically this gift right and you're doing it with the notion that you're not taking away from somebody else Mm -hmm. right then absolutely may favor be on you Right. But with that is also the knowledge of spiritually, it has to be meant for you in order for it to work. Mm. If it's not your door, there's no amount of prayer work that will actually do that. That is still based on good karma. Mm. Can these things work if there is not good intention and good karma attached to it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There are like, Depending on like how spiritually inclined you are, regardless of sect, on like who you're working with, what you're working with, or what you're willing to sacrifice, things can happen in your favor. Just always remember there is a cost, there is a penalty. If you're closing a door meant for someone else for your own gain, it might not happen today, might not happen tomorrow, it might not even happen 10 years from now, but eventually you have to answer for that mm-hmm. and someone always comes to collect. Mm. It always equals out. Yep. Balance. Mm-hmm. Mm. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it scary? Karma, <laughs> well, just like, yeah, Karma. 100%. Guess, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. What about um, when uh, a lot of these images that we see, um, you see like the, you're saying spell work. Mm. So in my mind, spell work is, again, I'm totally uh, Okay, ignorant. so it's not like Harry Potter where you're standing in a cauldron and you're I doing... was just about to say cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm totally ignorant of it. I think, I think we've, we've come to make that clear in this conversation. But... Could it not be looked at as, sorry, sorry, like the, the practice of it and like the imagery of like someone standing over trying to make some sort of spell or something, could that not be like mirroring some sort of like cult vibes so, as well? Is there, has there been like, yeah, this is like, these are the type of people we don't like talking about because they're kind of like, you know, like. But I mean, a, a cult is kind of different though. It's just, you know. Cult doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be like spell work. No, in, no, not at all. Not things at all. like that. Cult, yeah. cult is essentially like indoctrinating people, so it's completely different from um, cult you know, stuff like this. Yes. To me, is like hive mind mentality, right? right? Mm-hmm. Which is neither here nor there in mm-hmm. most things, mm-hmm. right? Because you can have a cult with video games. You mm-hmm. can have a cult with anime right like just 
the same thought process. When it comes to specifically what you're asking. Did I say cult or occult? No, you said cult. Yeah, I heard cult. Did I mean occult? Is that like um, I yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I think the idea so is sometimes occult, compared again, to these are a copy cult, and paste answers. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think the concept is kind of like comparative in a way to a cult, but that's just because of people's misunderstandings of what the word cult might actually mean yeah. or what an actual cult really is. So yeah. like I said, the cults is like hive mind mentality right. everyone thinking yeah exactly yeah. kind of it's an indoctrination brainwashing yeah, yes. yeah. right mm-hmm. occults the occults yeah is anything is very umbrella it's anything that is not in what people know as like basically christianity from mm-hmm. like the crusade times right so realistically um Practicing Islam mm-hmm. is technically a cult, right? Wicca, obviously. Paganism, obviously. Satanism, obviously. Anything that is against what the Crusades have as what is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're uh, looking up the occult definition. I love how you wrote yeah, that, and it. then it just goes down to occult definition Bible. <laughs> it says uh of relating to or dealing with supernatural or magical influences agencies or occurrences available only to the initiate secret or mysterious synonym mysterious beyond the realm of human comprehension uh inscrutable so yeah i mean it kind of to me it makes sense because i was going to kind of say it's kind of like our understanding and wonder of the other realms essentially mm-hmm. right trying to figure out because as humans we can't physically see it um but we believe it and we're just trying to understand, understand. it better yep. right um which is where the whole idea of you know param- paranormal investigating and stuff like that comes from because people are trying to understand the other side you know intelligent entities and energies mm-hmm. and how all that stuff kind of works um and that's kind of like one of the more basic understandings of it and then you've got things like obviously spiritualism um you know witchcraft depending on how capable, capable. you are yeah. of doing certain things and um and then you have things like religion and then cults as well yes um and so, then very loosely the people who believe in aliens because yes. you know that's yeah, also exactly a thing. that's and that's part of the cult thing because yep. there are cults who genuinely believe in extraterrestrials yes. um whether they are real or not mm-hmm. uh their stories and concepts and ideas of even how they live and how they go about, about doing things is heavily based on some sort of uh, basis in the idea of extraterrestrials and how it affected their their belief system, right? So, or for the example, fact that, uh, seven uh, UFOs have come to Earth in the last like three weeks, right? I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on about there, but I mean, a good example would be Xenu of Scientology. That's, That's they believe that this being came to Earth, and I don't know what the hell the whole story is with Scientology, but some kind of weird understanding written by L. Ron Hubbard and a whole bunch of people of Scientology genuinely believe, believe this story or some sort of like variation of it. I don't really know, have a heavy understanding of it, but I know it's kind of different, we'll say I the mean, least. Everyone will believe what they want to believe, of course, right? 
Outside of that, however, if there really is a thing of the galactic uh, agencies, I want to share. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there for the alien believers. I, I want to be a part of Asgardia. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Right? <laughs> you got something else there? Man, I got a list of like 20 I things know. to say. I know. Let's go for it. Let's okay. See. Um, <laughs> let's see here. So we've talked about crystals and, mm -hmm. and then like there's negative items that have been used in a negative way and they've yeah. been touched that way. What about things like vibrations, frequencies, resonances? Do you have any uh, insight into things like that? Is there as well mm -hmm. words? Do words have power? The way words are said, absolutely, incantation, absolutely. There I, is power in words. Totally. There, there is power in the things you say, the things you think, right? Um, there's a lot of agency when it comes to that. Actually, I mean, it affects you know your day to day just by having good intentions or bad intentions or good thoughts versus bad thoughts Absolutely. right the yeah, power definitely. of intent is extremely powerful Absolutely. if you're having good thoughts when you first get up in the morning your day's probably going to go pretty good mm -hmm. for the most part unless something happens right if you end up with bad thoughts right away waking up getting bad. out of bed then obviously your day could go totally awry that's true mm -hmm. but even with that um the things that you listen to, right? The things that you meditate on when it comes to, like music or like watching shows, things like that, uh, listening to audiobooks, like the things that you intake mentally, you also intake spiritually. Mm -hmm. It goes hand in hand, right? Be careful what you're feeding yourself, mm -hmm. essentially, right? Uh, the people you surround yourself with, if you are constantly surrounded by people who are like, for lack of better words, negative Nancy's, yeah. right? You tend to take on their vibration. Yeah. You mm -hmm. tend to take on how they think, how they move, how they act, right? You are who your friends are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As they say, if you hang around with, you know, five nasty people, you'll probably, you probably become a nasty person yourself. Yeah. Guilty right? by association. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's very true. It is. Yeah. Um, you know. So sometimes you want to disassociate with certain people because it might completely change your life, your mentality around. Yeah. That's why a lot of people actually say, like, surround yourself with like-minded people, surround yourself with elevated people, mm. right? The more you are with them, the more you tend to take on those characteristics, right? Yeah. Perfect example, Mr. Married Man, right? <laughs> how, much, how much idioms do you and your wife share? Like how how have you guys kind of melded together with oh, your years of coming? Oh yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, There are a lot of words that I've never used prior to to her that I are in my everyday language now. Absolutely. Yep. Things. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. You're right. Mm. Definitely. I'm sorry for that awakening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy that I woke up that way. <laughs> um, what about like, is there real out there? Is there the word that I know of mm -hmm. is like covens? Is there legitimate organizations, covens? They're yes. like, we all focus on yes. this type of, yeah, what do you know about it? Okay. Tell me about yes. it. What, what's, what's a coven exactly? So Witch a coven stuff. is mm. specifically within witchcraft with a paganism, right? Which is, 
Okay. Which, which, um, <laughs> which heavily deals with people of the same like-mindedness coming together, almost like church mm. is literal. Actually, is literally. So it's it's essentially communal, like the a community of people, fellowship, essentially fellowship, right? And kind of like with church, with mosques, with um, temples with covens there is power in numbers right especially if you have like a baby whatever coming in and not really knowing and you have that foundation to kind of guide them Mm. then there's like solitary stuff there's solitary christians there's solitary muslims Mm -hmm. right solitary uh witches and pagans solitary spiritualists Mm mm-hmm is that you? <laughs> I don't like people. <laughs> right. Mm. Um, you were talking a little bit ago about, you know, you were in a situation kind of, I think you said it was a party and you had to kind of act to, something was happening, mm. something entered. Yes. You know, this demon enters the chat <laughs> and now you have to, no, not not to make a joke. But. Slid into her DMs or something <laughs> like <laughs> and, Get back in your corner, boy. (laughs) Have you? Yeah. Have you? Well, can you tell us about any kind of situations where you had to actually do something? And can you tell us what that was in Um, in terms of? I don't know safety. You know. So the most recent, I was like coming back to my parents' house now, right? And like I said, a lot of my a lot of the things that I do is heavily based in prayer, right? Because I will. I try not to. I can't say I don't ever because, again, sometimes I act in ego and, like, I am slightly like a three-year-old brat where I'm just like, no, fuck it. I'm going to throw fists, right? Ask questions later. But there was a time where something actually followed me home, like something very nasty followed me home. And immediately my first thought wasn't kind of decompress or um do my normal routine it was literally to start doing protection prayers and get whatever it was out of my house out of my space right and outside of like normally yelling and being like asserting authority and being like no get the fuck out blah 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 blah, right heavily spiritual Mm-hmm. right because whatever it was was almost all-encompassing it, it actually wasn't it wasn't nice it wasn't pleasant and i'm not sure where i picked it up from or where it decided to follow me from right but when the only thing i can say that kind of gives note to how bad it was is at this point in time it was daybreak when i got home from work and it actually stopped me from seeing the sunrise. It was it just heavy. Wow. Yeah. Heavy. Scary. Yeah, that's pretty freaky. And these things happen. Mm-hmm. Hence, play safely, kids. Is uh is your openness to it and your experience with it? Does that make you more of a is is target the right word? for these things to to follow you i think so um going back to uh 
one of my best friends in the US, my spirit mom, right? She constantly tells me that I, as much as I try to take precautions, energetically or spiritually, I'm like the Mayday Parade where I'm just kind of throwing energy and not really realizing I'm throwing energy mm -hmm. and things are attaching to that, right? Because who doesn't want free energy, Sure. basically, mm -hmm. right? And I'm very, in my spiritual life, I am very pacifist in the sense that if I firmly believe if I don't fuck with you, don't fuck with me, mm -hmm. right? Until it gets to a point like with what followed me home not too long ago where I have to act and I have to move and then it's not pretty. It's not nice. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's also very draining because any burst of energetic use actually has a physical reaction. Mm -hmm. Right. Things like that. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think some people are just more susceptible to certain things as well, right? They can feel energies more. Mm -hmm. I guess if you're more of like, I guess they would describe it as like an empath, I guess. Mm, sort of, in a way. I would kind of not I mean, that's that. kind of part like of it. So, I feel like I'm very empathetic. Empathetic being like you feel... Other people's you emotions. feel other people's feelings mm -hmm. and emotions. Yeah. I'm think I'm very very like strong in that. When I say empath, I'm referring more to like in the paranormal sense, where you kind of like feel energies around it, you, it, or you well, can feel an entity or whatever it might be. Right? Same same half of the yeah. plane, yeah, right? I guess um, so. It very much goes hand in hand because if you are aware enough to where you're feeling other human emotions, mm -hmm. then there is heavily a chance that you're feeling paranormal things around you you're feeling other energies as well because mm -hmm. at that point it's basically the same wavelength right right the mm -hmm. key to that though is figuring out what is actually your feelings your emotions versus outside sources and learning to separate from that feel the feelings and then observe it move away hmm. right interesting hmm. Mm, okay. Mm. I feel like I'm checking mm. off boxes every time I every time I ask you a question. <laughs> Next on the docket. Uh okay. Is there a difference between witchcraft and magic? And where would like spell work fit in here? You know? One like, that's kind of loaded. That's kind of a loaded question. Is it? A little yeah, bit. Maybe. A little bit. But I didn't write it. You mean on like also like on like a level of a spectrum, I guess? I don't know. I copied and pasted this. Know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, not Moshi's question. <laughs> Just um, wanted to point that out. <laughs> no. Because okay, okay, so let's let me let me ask something that's more uh, on my mind. So like magicians. Okay, so we're talking about entertain people that entertain, okay, and uh, like a Houdini look like, kinda. yeah, like what's this guy's name, David Blaine, or whatever these people okay, are. Okay, so right? like the guys out on the bars who are literally like, oh, entertainers, I'm show you mm -hmm. literally tricks. entertainers, right? Yeah, so a lot of those how are much, just illusionists. Though. So, how much of it is 100% illusion, oh. fake, and how much would you say is like, you know what, they're tapping into something and there's a reason why they look like they're doing crazy shit that's legit so okay does anyone remember chris angel yes uh, yeah so this is the <laughs> name i was looking for okay the guy on the 
the he would be hooked up to a wire and yes. he's floating in like uh, Las Vegas or yeah. something. Totally yes. real. No. <laughs> but there was like a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like maybe between two and three years when he was like first really, really popular right. and had a show and stuff like that, right? Where I always like kind of side-eyed him a little bit and I'm like, is he tapping into something paranormal? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously there are certain mm-hmm. things that I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not real. Like him walking on water, it's fucking glass. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we know, mm-hmm. we know, right? It's but for then, entertainment, it's fun. But then there are certain things where he'd be like, okay, um, Think of something and I'm going to I'm going to read your mind, essentially, mm-hmm. not so cut and dry, but basically. Yeah. Right. Where I'm just kind of like, that's that's a real gift. Like mm-hmm. There are people who actually can do that. Yeah. Is he using this to garner money? Like, are you using your, your spiritual gifts to get fame and fortune, mm-hmm. basically? And I was so enthralled with it and enthralled with trying to figure him out on the paranormal aspect. And when I found out it was all a lie, when I tell you guys, I was heartbroken. Lied to at the age of like 11 years old. Yeah. Crazy. But you know who was real? Who was that? What was that other guy's name? David Blaine or whatever? The, the Yes. <laughs> what is that? What is this? What he is would this? do like a, he would do like a trick uh, to somebody. So like, let's say you're the person I'm doing the trick to, right? So I'd show you a trick. And you'd be like, oh, my God, that was crazy. And he would just do this face where he's just, like, staring at the camera. He's just like, oh. (laughs) It was his signature. Yeah, it was, like, what he was known for. And then there was, like, a bunch of people who would, like, make these funny-ass meme videos online. It was was so good. It was so funny. I mean, he knew exactly what he was doing. Like, a lot of these people, they just, they create something to kind of pretend like it's their personality so that way they're they're creating a character essentially right so which is whatever it's there's nothing wrong with it you're just doing it for entertainment person cares like i don't know but listen my whole thing is do what you do Mm -hmm. do whatever makes you happy no one can tell you any difference Mm -hmm. where i have an issue specifically is where y'all start to make us look bad Mm -hmm. i guess so give me an example of that please (laughs) i mean i know people who um are really really good psychic mediums and they do it they've been on tv shows um i've been around them like i've had them on my youtube channels and whatever and i kind of feel like it's because of a lot of what we do is very educational Mm -hmm. in a sense Mm -hmm. where we're trying to show people that the other side exists and whatnot and they kind of come in and they kind of like add this thing to it where it's you know they're showing their ability right not to garner money or views or whatever it is that kind of comes along with it because it's a business at the end of the day but Mm. it's kind of cool how they're like showing people from the educational side like you know um there are people who are physically capable of going around touching doorknobs for example in a house and they can tell you every single thing that happened that's my friend i have a friend latriana brown um who i met through mo they were on the same tv show and she was in toronto and we went to somebody's house and that's what she did she literally went around the upstairs floor touched every single doorknob without knowing a single thing about this house and then afterwards we asked the uh current at the time current owners of that house how accurate she was and she nailed it she knew every single thing about the people who lived there she knew like you know whether it was a positive environment negative environment that sort of thing 
And uh, it was cool. And it just, you know, it happened to become part of the video that we were creating yeah. on that specific evening. So, um, yeah, that's one No, I believe that. that. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. I mean, right. she nailed it, like, dead on. Like, she knew, like, down to how tall the person was that died in the house. Like, Shit. within months, uh, the window that she used to stand and stare out of yeah. waiting for her grandkids to come either over or uh, things like that, right? So, Dang. yeah. It's, no, there's uh, legitimate people. Yeah. That's, and it's really cool that, like, you have one so close to you guys, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. My issue, or, like, where I start to take pause is mm -hmm. the people who are not authentic right who have all the views or like people look up to right mm -hmm. or pay money to to have certain readings or like whatever it is and they're essentially frauds because mm -hmm. then everyone looks at anyone with spiritual ability as a fraud yeah I guess kind of like those psychics when you go to like the carnival or something, right? <laughs> I guess that as an example, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we know they're full of shit, but people go anyway, so. But. Well, if you're going knowing that like it's for entertainment, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, it's for thing. fun. You're paying somebody 20 bucks to like, you know, tell you something like you're going to die in the next seven days, right? Oh, it's no, like, oh, no, ring. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the people who like, like slide into DMs mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, um, I was channeled to your energy and you're going through a really rough time side note because they're stalking your facebook and they mm -hmm. can see you fucking pouting <laughs> right right and they're like i will do this and this and this and like change your fortunes and then you pay them money to get the reading and it's a crock of fucking shit mm -hmm. right that's the things i can't stand i mean i can't possibly be having a bad time having cider <laughs> no boats on sunday yeah <laughs> You got something else? <laughs> okay, list man. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever had something go? Oh, no, I guess we, we know this already. I was going to say, have you ever had, uh, what it says is, have you ever had a spell go wrong? But I guess more so, has there been a completely opposite effect of something that you wanted to happen? Happen. Oh, okay. Um. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, there was. Uh. So... There was a time where I really wanted to get into um, like entertainment, mm -hmm. right? Wanted to go and follow my degree and do um, like basically make my own recording studio, right? Right, and have a bunch of like musicians under me and like start producing and recording and mastering and stuff yeah. like that. And when I say not days, not weeks, but years, I prayed on it just asking i'm like this is what i want like right. in my hearts of hearts this is this is it this is my career goal but side note it's not my career goal it's not what I do. Right. Mm. right but um that door was essentially slammed in my face it's that part of the entertainment industry is not my calling as much as i want it to be True. it's not what i'm meant to do and there's no amount of prayer work of spell work of asking of crying of um basically begging yeah is going to change that spiritually it is not in my cards mm -hmm. so i guess my question is how i don't know if you want to go into detail at all but how can you say i definitively know this what I guess the next question would be what happened, but it's up to you whether you want to say um, okay. or not. Okay, so I was... Because I guess just because who could say that, why would you stop now? Maybe it will happen for you. So 
I essentially, after high school, I was accepted to a program in London, England, right? It's the Music School of Acton. That's cool. Right? And leading up to me being able to go, including financials, everything that could go wrong did go wrong and essentially stopped me from going. And it's not like um, from any anything inherently that I did or it's just circumstances that had mm. happened, right? And anytime, even finding um, a school down here, like there was a point in time I was gonna go to Recording Arts Canada down in um, downtown Toronto. And again, the same exact thing, circumstances fell to a point where I was not able to go no matter mm. how much I tried, right? If that is not a message, mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like all these things aligned and it was the sign that this, yeah. you're not doing this. Right. Makes sense. Right. I guess it's like when you know something's already kind of dead mm-hmm. and you consistently keep trying to either revive it, it's like beating a dead horse yeah. at the end of the day. I guess the saying is true. It's true. Right. It's kind of like the example that I'm thinking of is like in a business that's already kind of dead, mm. but you're going to continue to try and try and try over and over and over when it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Right. Like I've been there, done that. I've had a a restaurant business and it's like, I kind of knew in the first while where it was going and it wasn't going well. And you kind of already knew that it wasn't going to work out, but you keep trying and trying and trying. And then eventually you got to, you know, decide, do I keep trying for the next year? you know, burn some money or whatever. Or is enough time. enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or is enough enough, realistically. It actually gets so. to a point where, like, and it's actually kind of cool that you brought up the business analogy. Mm-hmm. It's like, for those who are business inclined and business savvy, having a business and having the business do f- fair within the first three years. Right. Right. And then into your third year where you're like, okay, I got over the hurdle, I got over the hump, I'm gonna be able to make this. Mm-hmm. And then boom, you have to declare bankruptcy. Yeah. And then going back and being like, well, you know, it worked for the first three years. So even though I declared <clears throat> bankruptcy, let me try again yeah. with the same business model. Yeah. Right? And then again, three years, and then boom, you have to declare bankruptcy. Makes same me thing. think of, um, if you guys ever seen the show Dragon Den, Dragon's Den, yeah. or whatever mm. it was called, yep. and they would come forward to the dragons, and they would show you this idea, like, oh, I made this uh, uh, cup, and it's purely made of paper, right? And it's got holes in it. It's such a great idea, and yeah, it's a Is legit it business, and the dragons are like, how much money have you put into this? <laughs> Uh, I've currently mortgaged both my homes. Um, all my credit cards are maxed out. So we're looking at about $1.6 million and they're like, oh my God. (laughs) Abort. Abort. Abort mission. (laughs) And it's like, I feel so bad for these people because it's like, they had the right intent. They wanted to do something super unique, like make a paper cup that had holes in it for some reason. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm just giving a really bad analogy, a paper (laughs) cup with holes, but... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) have we have you gone over i know you've you've talked about a couple examples but has there been one situation where you've Mm. been you know what this was the absolute scariest situation in my life that you think was tied to the spiritual realm um i guess the possession might that's really yeah yeah yeah. 
the week I lost. Yeah, that's wild. At 20. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess just having it like explained to you after because you have basically like a no, memory loss. There's or, no like, recollection. A, there's a blank part of your memory in that regard, right? So then somebody comes and explains to you like, hey, uh, you know, I think uh, I think the devil was in you there you for a few days. You were not okay. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, did I do anything interesting? <laughs> no, no. no, no. You just sat there with a blank stare, and and you, you hissed at me once in a while. <laughs> well, I mean, in that case, don't, just don't touch my blankets, okay? <laughs> that might not even be possession. That's just me. That's just pissed me. off. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, almost gonna cover it. Just the last thing. I mean. <laughs> Out of thirty, we we won over all thirty. I didn't. I never counted to know the actual I mean, number. Who knows? Um, I mean, it started with fifty. <laughs> slowly is, trickled down. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like people to know about, like the spiritual realm and 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 magics and witchcraft and that really kind of stuff? and truly? The only thing I can actually definitively say is, again, play safe. Mm -hmm. Know what you're dealing with. Know what you're dabbling in. Stop looking up shit off of Pinterest mm -hmm. for the love of God. Stop. Until somebody puts something that you're not supposed to do up there, make sure you use a spiritual condom. That, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hazmat suit. Yeah. Hazmat <laughs> suit. No, but just be careful what you are taking in daily. Be careful what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're listening to. Who you're listening to mm -hmm. is another big one. There's a lot of con artists when it comes to spirituality, mm -hmm. right? Um, just be careful what you're following. Nice. Really? It. And just because you see me doing the Ouija board doesn't mean you should do it at home. <laughs> Leave it to us idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Let him do it so you don't have to. Exactly. <laughs> Good. Oh my god. That's it? You got everything? You know, I think I've done enough tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Have we covered all the bases? Are we good? It's so funny because before this show we were like, Mo was like super excited and uh, yeah. he's like He's like, I have like 40 questions for this uh, for, oh, no. for Bianca. And I'm just like, oh boy, bring it on. Well, Let's do this. Are you satisfied, sir? I hope everyone that I spoke to is going to be satisfied okay. after this episode. Yeah, I think so. Also, for the one that asked about like the magicians versus versus like actual magic, sure. I'm going to learn card tricks just for you. <laughs> nice. Just for you. Nice. Did I, don't, I think, did you not have people on twitter asking questions uh, a little bit yeah i was uh actually just refreshing the page to see sometimes they come through in time sometimes they don't um there is one person nikki clark says do you have to practice witchcraft uh to class oneself as a witch and i don't mean practice black magic i mean spells to attract abundance and good health and growing herbs collecting lots of flavored teas laughing emoji well nikki clark i do not classify as a witch and i love mm -hmm. me a good tea <laughs> right i love me a great tea <laughs> right but um no identify as so long as you feel comfortable in what you're calling yourself, whether mm -hmm. you are practicing any sort of magic or spell work, if you don't feel like that fits, don't put yourself in that box, right? Doesn't necessarily have to go into black magic specifically, mm -hmm. right? But if you do like morning, um, 
aspirations every day and you're journaling and you want to identify as a witch just doing that that that's you babe mm. there's actually one more that's kind of interesting it says i've heard from people that witches and wiccans are the same but the wiccans that i knew were against that theory what is her thought on the subject um i guess they'd all kind of classify differently because wiccans are more like kind of pagan it's full, well i was, I was gonna say paganism like, kind of and then there's spiritualism who's kind but of then more you, broad even and then there's witches. pagans who right. do not want to be called a wiccan and right. then like it's it very just, specific right it's just kind of like in in christianity or you have you know you got roman catholics you got orthodox you got all these different things and right? don't you dare call them the wrong one right i mean personally <laughs> i'm just like whatever somebody asked me oh you're a christian it's just like yeah i'm a christian whatever sure right? yeah it doesn't really i don't care i don't have to go around explaining it unless they ask for further details and i'll explain it right but there's so many different like variations or classifications right Same thing. it's 2023 i can call myself a toaster if i want in this particular um case i call myself an eight piece toaster eight piece what eight, or like an yes. eight slice eight, toaster yeah eight slots yeah, okay. like i'm an okay. eight slot toaster right? you're just ready to accept all of the bread into your life. Exactly, exactly you've been on keto for quite a few months i can understand the feeling exactly so, uh, how's the egg bread egg bread yeah. have you been making bread out of egg no so is that my, a thing when we were doing do? keto we did keto for a few months my wife and i yeah and the like one of the my favorite things that she made that mm -hmm. i that she didn't like but i loved was mm -hmm. chicken crust pizza mm -hmm. where the crust was chicken, chicken and whatever egg and whatever the hell Damn. i didn't get that far no. but the um i love me a good cauliflower bread mm -hmm. i will yeah. tell you yeah right i tried making the egg bread it's too eggy i can't do it too mm -hmm. hard to I pull off mm -hmm. Yeah, I just do, I don't do bread. Like if I go to, I go to A&W specifically because they do lettuce wrap burgers. Mm -hmm. Nice. So it's like, it's healthy. It's, you know, purely animal and a piece of lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't go wrong. But um, yeah, it's enough of our food talk before we all get hungry. Um, too yeah. late. Too late. <laughs> I'm thinking of avocados right now. Oh, damn. <laughs> avocado toast. We're flying avocado to California toast. tonight. Avocado. <laughs> avocado egg toast. That's oh, what yeah. we need. That's what we need. But yeah, thanks for coming by and uh, answering everybody's uh, 45,000 questions yep. on tonight's Absolutely. show. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was, um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we were all also thinking if your dad's up to it, that if he wants to come on the show, he's more than welcome. Oh, dad, um, when you watch this, here's your invitation. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're more than welcome, sir. Uh, yep. We would definitely uh, love to have you and uh, pick your brain on, you know, everything. Just obviously so people can get a better understanding of this stuff. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Go ahead. No, there's, there's, you're right with that, yeah. right? Because there's so everyone... many misconceptions. There's so much. Oh my God. Yeah. There's, it, the problem is there's so much information um, that people kind of hear about certain things. And it's kind of like they don't really have the time to go home and do all this research. So they just hear one thing from, you know, Mary, who hears it from Joe, who hears it from Kristen, who hears it from Anna's dog or something, yeah. right? And so, they just run with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why it's kind of good to pick people's brains about stuff like this, right? But uh, yeah, again, thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. It's been a long time since we all kind of spoke and got together. Yes. Good fun. And um, yeah, that is pretty much it for tonight's show. Um, we will have this one up on other places as well. 
which are Moshi. Apart from YouTube, we're talking about Spotify, and <coughs> Apple Podcasts, and Rumble as well. Remember, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you can rate us out of five stars. So give us a five star rating if you liked what we talked about today. Damn straight. Damn mm-hmm. straight. Okay. So five. All five. It was the five stars. Um, yeah. All right, guys. That is pretty much it. If you're new here, don't forget to subscribe, smash that like button, and uh, turn those notifications on so that way you know when we po- post another episode here on the Brave Podcast. Again, my name is Angelo with my co host Moshi, and uh, that is pretty much it for tonight. We'll see you on the next episode. Night. <laughs>